Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, everybody. Hey, Ruel. Are you there? Hello. I am here. You can hear me. You can see me. We are off to a great brand new year, my friend. He says that somewhat ironically because what he just heard was a nonstop torrent of expletives um, in his ear as I said every dirty word under the sun because right before going live, what I had done to set up the show, I accidentally closed the browser and eliminated it all. And like, ah! And he said, "Very well, just breathe. It's going to be okay. Yeah. And so I calmed it's, down. It's going to be fine. Yes. It's and be fine. Uh, yeah, Ruel threw some good vibes at me. Yeah. And uh, all about the good vibes. Speaking of good vibes, there they are right there on the screen, folks. Um, right. Everybody, welcome to, is this episode 22? Welcome to the year 2022 and our 22nd episode. Yes, total coincidence. How, how perfect is that? I would love total to say I worked it all out, including the, uh, I think we've taken two weeks off to make sure we'd hit this milestone. But no, it's yeah. total, complete random luck. Total. And that's how we roll here. Yeah. Uh, just real quick, um, people in chat are saying are a bit quiet. quieter. Yes, you yeah, are. So. Let's cr- okay. pump up the Ruel. Pump it up. Pump up the volume, as they said in the uh, 1980s movie starring uh, Christian Slater, I believe. It was pump up the volume. Is that correct? And Christian Slater and was it Samantha Mathis? No. Oh, wow. Oh, that's, that's going to drive me nuts. I can visualize her. Uh-huh. Samantha Mathis, wasn't she in... Uh... Oh, my gosh. No. <laughs> Oh, wait, no. Uh, Jenny Norris says, I got it. It was Samantha Mathis. Oh, it was. Okay, cool. If, that, if I'm right about that, that is a total waste good. of my gray matter, and I really should be using my brain for better <laughs> things than that. I'm actually kind of disappointed oh. if I got that right. Um, <laughs> but I did enjoy Pump of the Jam. And thank you, yeah. uh, Funky Sai, for being our first subscriber of the first episode of the new year. Woo! Yes, yes. So welcome, friends. This is this is the R&R show where we talk board games and more. Uh, you're watching this live here on Twitch, and what we're doing is hanging out with y'all. We're going to um, take care of some business, and then we're going to actually record the show live here, uh, the top 10... Um, what are we doing today? Uh, the top 10 uh, crowdfunding upcoming Kickstarters. Games. Upcoming, upcoming Kickstarters, I should say. Yes. Uh, so that'll uh, take place in a few minutes. And then afterwards, we'll do perhaps we'll do some Q&A and, and so forth. So, again, thanks for uh, hanging out with us, folks. Hope everyone's enjoying the new year. Hope you had a great holiday season. Um, I know that um, I've been on the mend and I'm feeling much better than I have the last couple of weeks. So grateful for that. And yeah, uh, seen a lot of people in chat. Very nice to see y'all here. Kabuki Kid, Eclectic Camel. Um, I believe I just saw Fidelia, um, uh, Thinker Themer. Right. Oh, Thinker Themer, hello. Um, looking yes. forward to chatting. Um, let's see. Uh, Brenner, Empress Barrer, um, Jim Normus, all of the uh, usual suspects have arrived. Yeah. Oh, Duck of Death. I don't think we've seen Duck of Death 5 for a while, now I think of it. Yeah. Eclectic Camel, yeah. hello. Ruel Gaviola, of course you're here, I would hope. Nazgoth. Oh, oh yeah. And I'm sure more people will be showing up. Ali K plays. I love getting to watch. 
I love getting the notifications you can actually watch. How do you get your <laughs> notification, Ali Case? Are you getting it? Or, or uh, Kabuki Kid, do I still need to keep doing that notification before we go live that tells YouTubers that we're live on Twitch? I mean, I, I'm still doing it. It should be a half an hour video that just loops over on my YouTube channel right now saying, come over to Twitch. Is anybody, is, is that still necessary? I'd genuinely uh, be interested. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, also, folks, if you're wondering, uh, so here we are on Twitch. We've got all these little uh, avatars uh, crawling around on the bottom here, walking around. So if you're interested in participating, all you have to do is be a, is it a follower or a subscriber? Do, what, what's the, uh, you, if you subscribe to the channel, subscribe. you get many benefits, in fact, Ruel. They're all listed down below. If you scroll down, there's a subscriber section. You get to watch with no ads. You get a cool little customizable stream avatar. And by the way, also below the video is a list of all the things your little stream avatar can do. Um, I've also, uh, starting with the new year, instituted a couple of new bonuses as well. One, you can get 20% off Rotto merch if you would like to wear a shirt that... uh, And actually, I I think I need to start expanding it beyond just the little running man. I need to do some other stuff. Maybe... uh, Oh, you know what we could do? That cartoon of you and me smiling, if we get the permission from the artist. That would make a great t-shirt. I think Uh, I'd be... I would wear that for sure. Yep, 20% off uh, merch and... uh, if, and unfortunately, I've been trying to find a better way to do this, but if you're a subscriber, if you look down below, you can see there's three things you can whisper me for, which is, you know, the direct messages here on Twitch. You can whisper me to ask, hey, I can't find the secret word. Where is the secret word? And I'll just tell you. Uh, a nice little bonus so you don't have to, you know, sweat trying to find it, uh, you know, if you missed it or whatever, if you're a subscriber. Nice. Also, if you're a subscriber, you can whisper me, and I'll give you a link to a uh, an exclusive video where Jen and I play a game that uh, either Patreon... Uh, subscribers or Twitch subscribers get to see. And there is a third thing, and I do not remember what the third thing is now, now that I think of it. Okay. But it, 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 I theory there's a third thing, and it says it down there that you can also whisper me for. I can't for the life of me. Maybe nice. there were only two things. Um, cool. Right. Oh, um, Kabuki and- wonders, should I have the chat be for followers only? I assume you mean subscribers. Um, but, oh, are you saying it is it? Is is the chat? So should- are we in follower yeah. only, subscriber only chat? Do you know more about this yeah. than me, Ruel? Have we? Have I put myself so, into a mode? Yeah, you can. You, you can go into follower-only chat where only people who actually follow the channel uh, can, uh, you know, chat. So that, that's and, a good and, way to. And that uh, has prevent- happened. That has happened. Okay. I don't yeah. know why that's. That, on. that way, it's a good way to prevent you know people from uh, spam bots and stuff like that. I am so sorry to everybody who is following. I don't know how that happened. But, but believe me, okay. it, it has been a, a non-stop cavalcade of technical challenges and difficulties this morning, including, <laughs> for go. whatever reason, uh, Twitch decided, nope, only subscribers today. Nobody else gets to talk. That was not intended okay. to be one of my subscriber benefits that everybody else has to <laughs> shut up, but somehow that happened. Okay. So thank you. Yeah, Randall says out. he can talk. Okay, I think cool, it was Kabuki cool. noticed that um, it was real quiet in good, here. And that's, oh, that's why I said, good, hey, it's all the usual suspects. It's just about subscribers who are talking. <laughs> oh, I'm yep. sorry, everybody. Let's see, with one R. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, okay. Now we can see. Yeah, a lot oh. more. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> awesome. And folks, you know, if you want to subscribe, you can get a free subscription if you are an Amazon mm. Prime member. Uh, you get one per month, and if you use it here, then you get the subscriber benefits that we've been talking about. Yes, uh, yeah. If you need to know more about that, again, you scroll down into the subscriber section. There's a link that will take you to an excellent video I found on YouTube where this very nice Twitch couple made a video walking you through how to link your Amazon Prime account to your Twitch account so then you can basically get all those benefits I said for free. It's like you're literally taking money directly out of Jeff Bezos' pocket and putting it in our pockets. 
which I like that. I, I love that. And I have to say, I got that from the nice couple who have the video that walks how to do it. They said, and I thought, oh, that's brilliant. That's exactly what's happening. Um, yep. Nice. Okay. Oh, so and instead a hype of train, a multi-billionaire. A hype train is on the way. Oh, Very hype train exciting. Is full effect, yeah. So for those of you new here, uh, hype trains, that's when you subscribe or spend bits, which are cheers and so forth. Um, you know, if you if we get to certain levels uh, of hype train, uh, then you're going to get from some new emotes and stuff. So the ultimate is level five. We've done a few level fives before. We're working on level one right now. So keep uh, uh, keep at it, folks. Uh, thank you for kicking that off. Nice way to kick off the new year here with a, a hype train. Yep, 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 yep. We'll see how how low can we go. Although, how high can we fly? I literally just how made high that can up. we fly? Yes, that's awesome. Yes. Okay, I'm actually really pleased with well, myself for that. I said how low can you go? How high can you fly? How high can you fly? I like it already. Oh, thank um, you. Do we have some? Do we need to uh, cash in any um, uh, bits or? Oh, I mean, uh, I'm sure points? we do. I'm sure we do. Before yeah. let's see, let's let's get to business before we do that. Um, okay. Oh, I, I see that. Uh, Forest of Glass has noticed down there in the stickers, which I just set up the other day because they're fun. Um, on every page of the stickers, there's one entry that is free. So if you want to applause us with a sticker, it doesn't cost you anything. Uh, if you want oh, to send okay. some good vibes, if you want to, um, you know, do some um, some pride hearts, that's totally free. I, I tried to choose positive things that people could do for yeah. free. If you want to get a bit more funky, if you want to do a wah wah, those will cost you a few cents uh, and, and all of that. But yeah, I, I'd be really. I mean, I, I I first saw these stickers on um, Paula Deming's Twitch. And uh, oh yeah, and when, when I when, when, you know last weekend when we were doing the when, when you guys I should say were doing the what's it I got on and I did the uh, Owen Wilson wow and she just got such a kick out of it because she just said she, I mean it just like completely startled because she hadn't heard it for a while um, yeah these stickers are fun um, they are they yeah. Are. and uh, and like good I said vibes, so yeah. everybody can get on it with some good vibes or whatever don't abuse them though because I think there's a way I could try to minimize how often they come up I didn't want to do that. But let's yeah. see. Okay, let me scroll through. Uh, thank you, Sorrow Song, for cheering 100 bits. And uh, my apologies. Um, in the my preliminary top 10 of the year, Sorrow Song, I think I said, I called you Sparrow or Sparrow Song when I answered oh. your Q&A. And it was like the most important question I asked because you asked, hey, what other games didn't make the top 10? And I called you Sparrow. Apologies. Um, unless, of course, <laughs> you like being called Sparrow. Thank you for the subscription, um, Barth Vader. And the hype train is on Barth the way. Vader, Corn Schemer, thank you. Oh, we, we uh, some top, uh, top three's been requested. Gordalis, thank you. Uh, Flying, uh, Flynet... I'm just going to call you Fly, uh, has subscribed. <laughs> Yay. Uh, another Trivial Pursuits, Meeple cheered with 50 bits. Thank you, oh. Meeple Conrad. Oh, Meeple Conrad? Yeah, somebody actually just gave me a free subscription to your channel, Meeple Conrad. Uh, you know, I don't even think you were live when they did it. I just saw it popped up, and I was like, oh, that's cool. I'll have to go check it out. Ad-free. Uh, Funky Psy, Fidelia has resubscribed now. Excellent. Oh, and also, thank you to everybody who's following. The more people follow, if you look up there in the top corner, there are goals. If we hit enough followers, we will unlock another RVR. We were just scheduling when we are going to do our RVR for this month. What was our preliminary date? Uh, January 19th. That's Wednesday. Um, we will be... Have we talked about what game we're going to play yet? Yes. We will be playing Savannah okay. Park, provided it yes. shows up in the mail, because I have sent Ruel half of my copy of Savannah Park, so he can play and we can play at the same time, and he can enjoy it with Michelle and all that, and maybe stream it on his own channel. Um, because, yeah. folks, did you know, Ruel Gaviola is a very prolific Twitch streamer himself. 
Thank you. That's yeah, all, you know it's funny because the last couple of weeks, the, the last couple of weeks have been pretty uh, quiet just because I've been on the men. But uh, I will be getting back in the uh, the regular scheduled um, uh, Twitch streams, folks. I stream all kinds of board games, uh, usually with my wife Michelle, sometimes by myself, and sometimes I'll have a, a friend guest. Um, but for the most part, um, just playing. I'm an Omni gamer, so you're going to see all kinds of games. Um, I don't do the super heavy games on my channel, but I do uh, gateway all the way up to you know uh, some some uh, some of the more complex games um actually one of the games that i was going to um play yeah. soon uh is going to be hentes or genties the way um because we were just talking about that recently i was like you know i have not pulled that off the shelf in a while and it does have i believe a solo mode so i'm going to solo my copy of hentes the oh, deluxified edition with the the super big chunky meeples super excited about that uh folks you follow me on twitch and, or my social media i'll uh you know post when i'm going to be doing that and if you're youtube uh, if you're on youtube which i know a lot of you are and you're just coming over here mm -hmm. because you normally watch me on youtube ruel has a channel on youtube as well where every live stream he does goes to be archived so you can catch yeah at this point hundreds of hours of him and michelle playing tons of games yeah yeah, uh, I've been very, really uh, super pleased with how everything's gone uh, over the last uh, year and a half since the pandemic started, and I'm very grateful for the opportunity to play so many games. I, I was I, I lost count after about 250, so 250 different games that I've streamed on my channel in the last wow. 20 months or so. So it's been a lot. It's been a lot of fun, and I'm looking forward to getting back in the uh, the thick of things. Um, but. That's not what we're here for today. We're here to talk about games. Yes, exactly. Rado, and, so, and give away games as well, right? Um, yes, we will be doing that when we get to the live portion of the show. Oh, no, no, that's right. Oh, yep. that was just a lovely segue to giving away a game right now. Uh, okay. Okay, you were so smooth, and I just, you, 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 you tossed, you bunted to me, and I totally fumbled. I can't believe that. And by the way, that was a baseball reference, I believe. Did I get it right? Yeah, baseball and a football reference. Very well done. Yes. You said punch um, and fumble. That was yeah, I mean, because you're pretty, running your Dodger stuff. I know nothing of the sports yeah. ball, but hopefully I got that right. <laughs> okay, so, uh, oh, um, thank you, Sheehan, for resubscribing. Oh, I see people. Oh, we have some supersized avatars in the house. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think you know. I One of the things I got done uh, over New Year, or, or you know, literally on the night of New Year's, is figuring out how people can use their channel points to automatically trigger stream avatar events. So right now, there is the three people can become supersized during a show. People can convert their channel points into customization points so they can customize. And if people aren't subscribed, but they would like a to play with a subscriber for one episode, you can spend an, a certain amount, I think 3,000 channel points, and you will get a, a stream avatar for the for the length of that episode. So everybody can join in on the stream avatar party. But we are here to... Let me find my, our list of things we have to do. We have so much work yep. to do. Okay, first of all, we um, longest is from 21 days ago, Ruel. Head of Heaven uh -oh. Metal asked for this or that. So I think it is time we should definitely do that. Um, yeah. Folks, yeah. I... Let's see. Uh, I... Oh. I, I did not think of a way to actually start a timer, but we'll do a couple of minutes of this or that right now. Um, mm -hmm. Let's see. And some people start asking us, you know, Darth Vader or or um, Voldemort, you know, peanut butter jelly, that kind of stuff. So we can just on the fly say if we like A or B better while you're yep. thinking about that. Let me see. I know there's a lot of so this or that channels. This or yeah. that. I will try so to get people, something going. Everyone in chat, as you're, you know, throw it in their chat, and we will pick this or that. We're just going to go right through the list. We're going to see everything uh, on chat. We're going to answer y'all. Um, give us two choices, and we will make yeah. uh, a quick decision as far as which one we prefer. For example, Ruel, toast or eggs? 
Oh, oh my gosh, that's a tough one. I'm gonna go with oh, that's actually tougher than I thought. I'm gonna go with toast. Eggs, totally eggs, because I'm a low carb, huh? so that makes it really easy. Got it. And um, and plus, okay. oh, toast makes me so sad because that's one of the main things I miss being a low carb. Phone call or text. <laughs> Oh, text, for sure. Text. 100%. So I'm wasting my time trying to actually leave a message, send a text instead of what you're saying. Okay, I think, all right. Um, Pancakes or waffles? Ooh, I like them both, but waffles, they're a little meatier in my, I I feel like the, I enjoy the meatier texture of a waffle. I agree because of the crunch. I love a little crunch crunch in my morning um, sugar bomb. All right. Nice. This is for you. I don't know. Eddings or Pratchett? I have no idea what that is. I'm going to say Pratchett because I actually know uh, Terry Pratchett's daughter in real life, and I, I very oh, much respect okay. everything he's done. And I genuinely don't know who Eddings is, and I feel you know, yeah, I feel a little mad. I've not read either. Yeah, I have not read either. <laughs> potato or potato? Oh, potato, potato, of course, all day. Yeah, we're we're, we're not fancy enough for potatoes. All no, right. definitely not. <laughs> um, all right, you need to stop scrolling. So, all right, worker plate. Oh, where to go? Why? Oh, uh, okay. Worker placement or simultaneous action selection? I'm a big worker placement guy. It's huge. Uh, all about simultaneous action selection. Not Ooh. even close. That's or nice. Although a simultaneous a- uh, worker placement selection is a nice compromise. Yes. That's agreed. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, the Friends or the Harry Potter reunion? Um, I watched the Friends when I didn't watch Harry Potter, so I got to go with Friends. I have to. I've watched both, and I would also go with Friends. Quite frankly, uh, oh I, really? I think, I think Friends did a was a much more engaging thing. It was much more raw and in the moment. It was less overproduced. Uh, so okay. I would also go with the Friend ones, which is, uh, cool. I, I, I was a bit niche, but all right. Yeah. Um, more sci-fi authors, I think Sanderson or Jordan. Sorrow is yeah, trying to make I, us look dumb because I haven't read any of them. Yeah, I I feel dumb. I've n- I've not read Sanderson or nor Jordan. How about you? Okay, um, neither. But I can go to okay. Timmy Ballou's Viscounts of the West Kingdom or Architects of the West Kingdom. Ooh, I think I know your answer. I'm going with Architects. What do you think mine is? Viscounts. Correct. Ding 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 ding. Yeah. yeah. I can throw a. a yes. Correct. It's you got, got it. the rondelle, right? Um. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Uh, you know, Architects is very, very cool, but I mean, you really want more yeah. than two players to get the most out of Architects, quite frankly. Uh, agreed on that, absolutely, one hundred percent. Yeah, and yeah, I've yeah. I've had really good games, of, like four player games of Architects. I really enjoy, especially, and then the uh, expansion had some nice spits as well. Yep. Let's see. Oh. Um. Oh. Okay. Uh, Star Trek original series or next gen? Oh. I, I'm original. I'm an OG. Yeah, we're both series. old, so we're both TOSers. Yep. Yep. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I mean, it's if, if I were 20 years younger, of course, I, as growing up as a preteen yeah. and a teen, Picard would have been my Star Trek, and that TOS would have just been ridiculous. It was so yeah. hard for me to come to terms with, what has happened to Star Trek? I mean, it, it, I mean, it wasn't probably until I was in my 30s or 40s that I finally accepted Next Gen for what it... for. I mean, and Next Gen is still yeah. probably tied for my least favorite Trek, along with Voyager. I mean, and that doesn't mean I wow. don't like it, because I like all Trek. But I, yeah. you know that's a gasp-worthy statement right there. Pizza. Did you oh, did you watch uh, Next Generation when it was first out, or did you come back to it? No, years I was later? catching them all. Um, you know, okay. streamed locally on our local whatever channel it was. I was when I was in high school, we were watching them, and then when I went off to college, I needed a. I really needed a TV in my dorm room solely to be able to continue mm-hmm. watching every week. And then we continued watching oh, okay. after Jen and I were married, and we were living in our first house together, and all of that. So I mean. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Next Gen was there for some really pivotal moments in my life. But yeah, I mean, 
Yeah. Everything I am, I owe to the trinity of Kirk, Spock, and McCoy. If I ever write a book, yes. it'll be, um, you know, learn to be a, or I don't know, you know, one of those kind of uh, self-help books by, you know, following the three print pillar philosophies as espoused oh, by it. Spock, Kirk, and McCoy, where who finds balance between the two polar extremes of the others. Um, yes. Oh, I would read that. <laughs> pizza or tacos? I should have asked oh, a lot. Tacos, about. 100%. Tacos, tacos, tacos really? for days. Pizza yes. any day of the week. No. Oh, really? Yes. We could have an argument Tacos. about that. I guess we now would. This we is a good way to find argument uh, fodder if we need it, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Mountains Tacos. or beach? Uh, ooh, I like them both. I'm more of a beach guy, I think. I think I would rather go for a hike in the mountains, in all honesty. Don't want to deal with the sand. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you know what? And sometimes, honestly, even the best beaches just reek. They can, they can stink pretty okay. bad, um, yeah. you know, sometimes. Yeah. Whereas mountains are always wonderful. Although going to mountain, you're gonna get rained on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, I'll give mountains the the whole crisp, fresh air thing as well. Yep, but you can't beat that. I, I I love I love laying at the beach and with a good book and just you know. Doing well, you know, I might be um, I, I'm because I lived in Malta for over half a decade, so that might be affecting okay. me somewhat. I've had more than a, I've had a lifetime of beach life, quite frankly. Ah, okay. So. I lived in Santa Barbara for many years, so of course I've been spoiled by by beaches as well. But I I, I still miss it. Baymax or um, Wreck-It Ralph? Oh, hmm. So that is that was I think I it was called it was like called Big Five or something like that. Was the yeah here Big Hero Big Hero Five? five I think it? yeah. Yeah, obviously I've only watched it once. I've re- I've watched Wreck-It. I, I have to go with Wreck-It Ralph only because my niece and nephew at the time they were into it, so I watched it more with them. Honestly, if if, I, if you were to ask me, hey, we're gonna sit down and watch one of these two. Even though I've seen Wreck-It Ralph twice and um, Big Hero only once, I would probably watch Wreck-It Ralph again. I think. Yeah. Strong yeah. work. Fun movie. Yeah. I know. It's, yep. it's, it's, it's a blast. And I mean, yeah. I just love Sarah Silverman. Uh, regular fries yeah. or sweet potato fries? Oh, phew. I, I got to go regular fries. I mean, it's uh, I do enjoy sweet potato fries, but regular fries go with, I think they go with more things. Okay. You know what? I've just scrolled down and there's like 50 more. We can't keep going forever. Okay, folks. Oh. I'm going to call it a close. Sorry. Um, we have hit. We've done our due diligence on a this or that. That was fun. Yes. Uh, and remember, folks. That was fun. Yeah. You can use your channel points to buy another one and we'll do it again. But now, 21 days ago, well, we are so lax. Um, Dungeon Sound System requested a top three. So oh, okay. I think we need to do that. Um, yeah. So, folks, what um, what what topics, game related or otherwise, would you like us to count down? I will put that in a poll, which you can then vote on. Yeah. Right, so we uh, again, folks, list. just as a reminder, uh, we have uh, Rado channel points, and that allows you to spend uh, different amounts on uh, different things that you're going to request, like top three uh, trivia. I can do a Ruel ranks. We just did a this or that, and uh, you can also supersize your avatars and so forth. And we do shoutouts as well for three thousand points. So there's all kinds of stuff. Just click on the little uh, channel points thing uh, on the left, uh, bottom left of your chat if you're new here. Uh, check that out. Uh, so people are st- starting to ta- uh, yeah, throw in some, some. Uh, topics for our top three. This is great. We have top three dice worker placement games, dice, uh, worker. best quantum leap episodes, uh, top three '80s movies. <laughs> all right andrew asked for the top three mustaches or beards very nice <laughs> all right facial hairs Ooh. I, 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 oh. I i can't even think of one no okay i could probably do it yeah all right i didn't really one more give me one I, more. I didn't watch quantum leap so we got to pass all right I'll, 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 cut, I'll cut that one back out i could totally do that one but that's okay mm-hmm. so Ooh, we need top two three more. christian slater films have not watched about uh, i haven't thought about that 
Do you want to try that? That's interesting. Yeah. Why don't? Oh, just as an exercise here. Well, I mean, remember that, uh, so that's two movie entries. Give us one more game-related one because we have yeah. three non-games. Give us. I mean, and ostensibly, we are yeah. a game-focused show. Forest of Glass says the top three ingredients in peanut butter and toast. <laughs> <laughs> These are great. Okay. Uh, top three favorite board games of your significant other. That's interesting. Okay. Oh. Yeah, okay. I sort of like that one. Yeah, we'll do it. Well, that's the fifth one. Others okay. games. All right. So I think I misspelled significant. We're just going to let it go. I'm going to run that okay. for two minutes, folks. You have two minutes starting now. Vote! Make okay, your vote, voices people. heard. Vote. Yeah, so we got Dice Worker Placement, Christian Slater Films, 80s Movies, Facial Hair, or Significant Others Games. Vote now. Um, now, can they... I, f- I forget. Now, can they uh, spend points or I is believe it they can spend channel points to like kind of okay. juice their vote. I believe they can se- okay. spend bits to juice their votes. Honestly, I was just going so quick. I scrolled past that and just hit the make it go because it took a long time to collate this list. And it's going to take a while for okay. them to vote. And I'm trying to keep the show yeah. going. Yeah. Um, oh, so, and they're still making good suggestions. In the lead. Cool, cool. These yeah. are great suggestions, folks. Apparently, no one wants to know our favorite Christian Slater films. So, um, <laughs> oh, well. Well, we can pass the time by trying to do it um, just to make uh, well, somebody. You happy. know what? I, I, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll throw one out there. Let's see. Christian Slater film. Uh, well, I'll be well, Heather's. Uh, Heather's. Oh, of, of, course, of course. Yeah. You could not. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's not a quote from him. But one of Jensen, my favorite movie, dumb action quotes of all time is, will you please stop shooting at the nuclear weapon? <laughs> and that's from his Christian Slater yes. film. Can you name it? Yes. Broken Arrow. Yes. yes. Oh. <laughs> oh, I love the fact that you just busted that quote. That I love so the fact great. that you actually picked up on it. I didn't expect anybody oh. but Kabuki Kid to get that. And That was uh, Christian Slater and John Travolta, correct? Yes, that is correct. A big uh, team up yes. when they were both on the downslide. Oh. Um, yeah. I don't know. I really enjoyed it. Uh, oh, but you know yeah. what? Of course, the second greatest Christian Slater film of all time would be Star Trek Undiscovered Country. Ah. Because he appears <laughs> in shadow to say That's... one line um, and then, uh, you know, to wake up Kirk or something like that and saying, oh, the, the yeah. delegates are here. And then he walks away or something like that. <laughs> that was a nice reference. Yeah, wow. because his These mom was the good. casting director and he was a huge Trek fan. And so he just said, look, I just want to be in a, a Star Trek movie. I'll do anything. That's so Put me cool. in shadow so no one knows it's me. <laughs> yeah, so he- we had Heathers, we had Broken Arrow, um, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm okay with uh, Star Trek Undiscovered. Country. All right, then there you go. <laughs> Definitive. We, you got a bonus top three, folks. But significant uh, others is. games. Ruel, what is Michelle's favorite game? Oh, my, uh, this is, uh, oh my gosh. I can think, of, okay, number one I can think of most recently is uh, Azul Summer Pavilion. She really mm-hmm. liked that game a lot. Uh, we are both fans of Azul, and then she loved. She actually taught me Summer Pavilion. She learned it from someone else, taught me, and I loved it as well. So I'm going to say Azul Summer Pavilion is uh, one of Michelle's uh, top three favorite games. You're not going to say it's her favorite, though. It's tough. I don't. I. It might be her favorite. Yep. I, yeah. She. She's Michelle's like me. We. We. Um. We go through phases. Of oh yeah. You. You. You're like Tom Vassell. You're constantly vacillating. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What about you? What about Jen? Um. You know what? I should know because Jen and I have done her. She did a, many years ago her top twenty-two, and I was just going to okay. go and cheat, and I realized no, that's cheating. So I'm not going to do that. Um, okay. And then people can go and look and see that I'm going to get it wrong. But <laughs> I would suspect. If you asked her, 
probably her number one would be Roll for the Galaxy. Ah, okay, nice. She can't Great get enough game. of it. Yeah, that is a wonderful game. Yep. Wow. Um, so now, you know, okay, and, here's... and uh, now we need one that they both love, so we can have our top three. Yeah. Roll for the Galaxy, Azul Summer Pavilion. I wonder if Jen, I don't know, I, yeah, I don't know. Because um, this one, okay, for me... The one that surprised me the most last year, Michelle really got into this game. I didn't, th- I didn't think it was her theme. Um, I know she likes worker placement, but she lo- absolutely loved Raiders of the North Sea. Really? Okay. Yeah, that mm. surprised me because I didn't think she'd like the whole Viking raiding thing. But you know, we played it several times, and she just really enjoyed that game for whatever reason. And, yeah, that um, is an excellent thought, game and a good gateway. Yeah, game. I, I like it. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I, I like mean, it Jim more with the expansions. It, it is pretty yeah. violent. It is a game all about just running out and killing a bunch of people. Yeah. So I don't know that yeah. that would make Jen's. So yeah. Let me think. What can I think of that Jen likes that Michelle might like, knowing what I know about her mostly from watching your show? Uh, let's see. Another really big favorite of Jen's is Amerigo, but I'm sure you guys haven't even played that one. Um, oh. I, oh, she loves Trajan. I don't know if tra- Trajan is probably not what yeah, Michelle we ha- was looking for. Yeah, we haven't played uh, Trajan. We've, um, as far as Stefan Feld games, she's a big fan of uh, Notre Dame. Notre Dame is excellent. I, I think yeah. Jen probably. What about uh, Burgundy? Has Michelle tried? Have you tried Burgundy together? No, no. I uh, love Burgundy. Michelle hasn't played it yet. She yeah. played, I think, Tuscany, which I think she just thought it was okay. Okay. Um, yeah. Oh, this is tough. Getting the number three that'll work for both. Yeah. If audience, if anybody in you, the audience, who uh, has oh. some kind of indirect knowledge about I, uh, Jen and Michelle, please chime in. We're terrible husbands, obviously. Yeah, obviously. No, I, I just thought of one that, that I What's know that? they both enjoy because we talked about it before. Dixit. Oh, my God, yes. Does Michelle yeah. love Dixit? Yeah. She, she does. She's a big fan. We've, there you um, go. We still, we still have a copy. We haven't played it lately, but I'm going to have to bust it back out on the uh, tabletop. Yes, because we talked about it. You're right, we did. Okay, yeah, there we go then. Um, uh, number three, digs it. Number two, Roll for the Galaxy. If Would Michelle dig Roll for the Galaxy? Um, I don't know. It's presumptuous. I know she loves rolling dice. Oh, wait, no, no, but, just, but no, that's okay. The shared one was that. We, and we put yes. in um, Roll for the Galaxy. And then, I mean, I'm sure Jen, Jen likes, uh, what do you call it, abstracts more than me. So I, I okay. think she'd be happy to play uh, Pavilion. Although, I mean... Yeah. Uh, in the mail, coming to you right now, is Azul Queen's Garden, and maybe that will supplant it. Oh, that's but, right. The newest one. I forgot about that. Yes, yes. So you'll be having that soon. Okay. Nice. Okay. All we, right, folks. We, we, okay, we've, we've done our almost a month old stuff. Now we can get into more recent. Um, let, let's see. Goblin981 asked, dogs or Star Trek? There can be only one. Oh, Man, oh, come on. And perfectly Dog. timed. Who said, what the duck? Uh, what the Danoga duck? <laughs> asked, what the duck? To that question. Yeah, that was a, that's a tough question. I could have taken it myself because it came in when I was yeah. doing a solo. But I said, no, 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 no. Ruel has to suffer through this too. That That's a tough one. But I got to go dogs. Come on. Dogs. Folks, dogs. <sighs> yep. Mom Gamer just resubscribed. Thank you very much. Thank you, Mom Excellent. Gamer. Um, and oh, it was a big three-month subscribe. Hello, MG. Nice. Always good to see you. Yeah. And for those of you uh, that don't know, when you subscribe for multiple months, you do get a, sl- a small discount. Oh, that's as right. Well. So I always yeah, forget. Yeah. Sure, I think it's like fifteen percent or something. I believe like you that, also so get a discount if you give subscriptions to other people. Um, oh, do you? Really? I, I believe that's true. Let's see. Okay. And Abgar Felt has subscribed. Yay, Peter uh, Velny or uh, uh, Velen has subscribed. 
Excellent, excellent. Keep them coming, folks. We're getting closer to the uh, to to the uh, next RVR, which is excellent. Yeah. Uh, Powell oh, and, subscribed. And Peter, and Peter just actually mentioned something. I, I totally, you know, I should have brought this up. Maybe some polyomino games. Yeah, Michelle's a huge. Oh my gosh, yes. Fan. And so I, I think know they would both two of them, Argyle, If we want to get more yeah. look to that, I would. That's. I think we need to put Ahio on. Okay, there. then yeah, we just or, eliminated. Yeah. What was it? We already forgot. Uh, Dixit. <laughs> yeah, we just eliminated Dixit, which was an excellent suggestion. But I think Ariel yeah, is yeah. an even better one. Well done. Definitely. Well done. Thank you, Peter. And thank you for the cheers, uh, Eclectic Camel and Sorrow Song. Yay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. cool, cool. We've done that. Excellent. We are, oh, oh, no. Okay. Oh, I, I'm dodging the question. Star Trek or dogs? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I want to hear your answer. Of course, dogs. Of course. I've had dogs all my life. Star Trek has only been Same. in and out of my life. But yeah. for the sake of argument, I will argue Star Trek. Um, wow. Although, of course, it's dogs. But Star Trek is really important to me. And, I mean, I was joking earlier about, you know, a lot of life lessons I took. I mean, Star Trek really does define a lot of who I am because it was my favorite show as a kid growing up. And, of course, it did. You know, Star Trek has always been about, you know, introducing you to ideas that are relevant and germane to the greater world. And here's the deal. I mean, I guess for me personally, uh, yeah, dogs, but Star Trek is so important on... Just on beyond pop culture into society in large. Yeah. I mean, so many people who went on to work at NASA and spearheaded some of the greatest technological advances our society has ever seen got their inspiration from Star Trek. Right. You know? Yeah. You can't you cannot deny the influence that that show has had throughout um history and as far as like real life uh things are concerned, right? I mean, astronauts and you know rocket scientists and physicists and stuff they you know so many of them that you know they they talk about you know star trek and how that opened their eyes i mean yeah i mean the you know the the designers of the mobile phone were inspired by the communicators i mean so much stuff um from that show you know was blazoned into young minds who would go on then Mm. to develop now and also while there have been plenty of bad episodes of star trek star trek will never poop on your rug ever (laughs) ever once that is right you don't have to worry about housebreaking Star Trek. It's already housebroken. <laughs> um, although, I love it. Yeah. On the other hand, if we want to talk about broader you know, impact, would humanity be where we were, are today without dogs? And I think an argument could be made that we would not because it's I, our symbiotic yeah. relationship with man's best friend that yeah. helped propel us to the top of the food chain. Exactly. Yeah. I agree. I cannot... I, cannot say anything against that. So that I tried is, my, that's my best dogs. Uh, for Gene yeah. Roddenberry, but yeah, it's got to be dogs. <laughs> yep. Well done. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Let's see. So what else do we got? We got, uh, let's see. Let's do a Trivial Pursuit. Uh, oh, no. Actually, oh. we're caught up to stuff that has come in today. We have no outstanding stuff. You want to do a Trivial Pursuit oh. and then get the show going? Yeah, let's do it. All righty. Trivial Pursuits. Let me find the wheel. Wheel, wheel, wheel. Spin wheel. Show the wheel. You will notice the wheel has fewer spokes. Whoever had that suggestion I thought was brilliant. Just as that, we yeah. hit more things, the spokes just keep coming out. I think that's I love great. That. So let me yep. go over and find the button to push. I do not have any um, trivia prepared. You probably don't either, but we'll see what we get. Spin! All right. Who's, who's it going to show gonna up be? this time? Me, you, or the universe? Or general. General. Uh, looks general like trivia. general. All righty then. I am going to say interesting trivia. Unless you can think of some interesting trivia off the top of your head. Oh, boy. Mm, no. Okay. I am. I'm so not like the trivia guy. Yeah. I mean, I uh, honestly, have... honestly, neither am yeah. I. Oh, and it falls right down yeah. to it. Yeah. 
I, although I'm, I'm glad that you know I was able to answer the whole like um, when you did the quote from Broken Arrow. I'm glad that I, I knew that. I don't know why I'm happy I knew that. That is, it is not the best use of your brain matter either. Right, I have to say. Right. I don't know what you know what I was such a I'm such a huge fan of John Woo movies from that time. So like that was like John one of John Woo's first like attempts to come into the American market was with Broken Arrow. Um, I loved his uh, movies uh, in the '90s. The, a lot a lot of stuff uh, Hong Kong action movies he did, and uh, Broken Arrow was his first attempt to get into uh, the U.S., which was okay. But the one that I really enjoyed was Face Off. Do you remember that one? Oh my gosh! Yes, of course. Yeah, John Woo's yeah. Face Off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean. Travolta and Nicolas Cage, and, and they were like absolutely brilliant in that movie. That's yeah. Broken Arrow is sort of cheesy but fun. But uh, I thought Face Off was. Uh, I mean, honestly, every, Face was, Off. I think you could almost argue that is kind of the zenith of the '80s, '90s, or the, of that '90s action wave that was so amazing. Agreed. Yep. Uh, and everything was downhill. I mean, don't go wrong. I love me some Hard Rain. Uh, getting back to Christian oh, Slater, but nice. uh, oh, I forgot about that one. Oh my gosh, another great one, Hard Rain. <laughs> oh, Christian, is he still making movies? I know, I, I, he's been sort of quiet as far as the movie front is concerned. Oh uh, right? gosh, what has he done? I think he does like smaller, little, like you know, character work, guest appearancey type things. Yeah, TV and I know he's on that series like iRobot or whatever, which I've never watched. Oh, of course. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. iRobot. I mean, what? that was kind yeah. of like the the Slater Renaissance. Jimmy said, "Oh yeah. my gosh." We remember now that Christian Slater is a fantastic actor, and he's very charismatic, yeah. and we want to see him. Yeah, uh, Mr. Robot, Tim Reel points out. Mr. Robot, not iRobot, with Will Smith yeah. and Isaac Mr. Asimov. Robot. Thank you. Co-ho- uh, I was thinking Asimov. Yeah. All right, I found one. Ruel. Yes. Um, bones found at the Seymour Island indicate um, that penguins once stood at a certain height. Guess the height and weight that these uh, bones oh. found uh, indicate. So okay, they're. I'm assuming they're sort of smaller now. Um, well, okay, in the movie Happy Feet, <laughs> like little animated. Happy Feet is not. Gonna I'm gonna say, yeah, I'm gonna say they were like. I'm gonna go crazy. I think they were like monstrous um, in, in the ancient age. I'm gonna say they're like six feet tall. Ding ding ding! Thirty-seven to what? forty million years ago, penguins stood six feet tall and weighed two hundred and fifty pounds. That is absolutely terrifying. Oh, my God. Now, that Imagine is a that. reason to make a time machine, if ever I heard one. <laughs> oh, just to see. Oh, that that would that, that could kill you. Oh, my gosh. Six-foot penguin. I'd be terrified. It took me a bit, but that was some good trivia. I like that. It was. Okay, cool. Well, where'd you find them? So, what do you do? You just I uh, just Google do a search. I did a Google search for um, random or interesting trivia facts. And the first okay. three links I went to while you were vamping were crap. They were all garbage. But then I found the fourth <laughs> one, and it was like, and, and I scrolled down a little bit, and I saw that one, and there was a nice picture of a penguin, and it was like, okay, perfect. That'll do. Although, man, you nailed it. Well done. Wow. <laughs> I, I think there... Okay, if there are any game designers in the house today, well, let's. I want a giant penguin game now. Let, let's let's do it. Make it scary. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Combat yeah, prehistoric heavy. penguins. Let's, let's exactly. Yes. Prehistoric penguins. There yeah. you go, folks. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. All right, so we have a few more things, so, but let's put that on hold because um, you were starting to lead us to what we're actually here to do, give stuff away. Let me bring yeah. up the browser. I think I've got that queued. And, oh, it's disappeared. I don't know why. We waited too long. This has happened before. I will tell uh, okay. OBS. It's still the same OBS. It's still the same browser. Hasn't changed. <laughs> why are you doing oh, this? Oh, I love live streams where we just talk to OBS. It happens constantly. Emriel <laughs> um, right. says, uh, Six Foot Penguin is a great username. I like that username. It Six is Foot a Penguin. Username. I agree. Yeah. All right. 
Can we please? Okay, there's. Oh, there it is. There it is. There it is. Okay, do done. Right. Okay, folks. Um. By the way, Mike Alexander, very cheeky, sent his in like five minutes before we went live. Ten minutes before we went live. Okay, Mike. Wow. I had to manually type you in. If you win, you owe me. Let's roll. You're are, you're too nice, man. Yeah, you're too We are nice. giving away. The, uh, what was it? Oh, it's a fifty dollars gift certificate from Fun Again Games. Yep. Um. And it covers shipping. You know all that stuff. So let's see who gets it. That'd be crazy if Mike Good Alexander luck, gets it. That would be absolutely insane. Uh, that would be. Yeah. You're too kind. That's five five minutes before we live. That's yep. that's cutting it close. All right, who got it? Alan Young. Sorry, Mike. Hey. Maybe if you got your in a little bit earlier, like Alan did, you might have had a chance. Yes. Congrats, Alan. Congrats indeed to Alan. Alan, I'll be contacting you later today after the show, after the really big show. Okay, cool. Now that freaked me out that the browser did that. Let's see Uh-oh. here. Now I'm worried it's going to do that when we go live. Although I know... Yeah. Okay, folks, you're about to have a um, a, a spoiler. I'm just going to make sure it's working because I want to make sure everything's fine. If I come back to the browser... Yep, okay. We're about to talk about Astronauts, amongst other things. Okay, it's there. Spoiler alert for the show we're about to record. Okay. What? Oh, oh! I also needed to get a splash screen. Talk to the people. Say, See what they're saying. We've been ignoring them, yeah. even though we've been giving them what they asked for. While yeah. I get the uh, other thing ready. So while you do that, you do that stuff. Say hello to everyone in chat here. So see how you're doing. Hey, I want to uh, want to thank uh, Shy Hunt um, for the gift sub. Very nice of you. Appreciate that. That's their second one they've gifted. Oh my god. Um, yeah, so cool to see that. Uh, again, that's one of the things I really enjoy about Twitch. There is this really nice community here. Uh, James uh, says there was a giant penguin in King of Tokyo. That is right. Um, <laughs> oh, Tibby's a 37 million year old penguin. All right. Yeah. Although it's probably gianter than six uh, feet, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, that was like monster, uh, monster size. Um, nobody mentions Name of the Rose when it comes to Slater movies, says Ruckus. I don't remember Name of the Name Rose. Name of the Rose with Slater and Connery? Oh my gosh, that is such a fantastic right. movie oh, that I actually yeah. went and read the, the uh, Umberto Eco book after I saw the movie. I was in, gosh, I was okay. probably like 13 or 14 years old. I was not ready for that book, but the movie was so was great. Say, how, yeah, that's did you get through call. the book? Hmm? Did you get through that book? No, that's what I'm saying. I did not. <laughs> yeah, I tried to read one of his books. Um, was it Name of the Road? It was another one. I got through maybe 20 pages. I just gave up. <laughs> uh, Party uh, Party on Dudes says Face Off is one of my all-time favorite movies. So, yeah, it's so ridiculous, but so much fun, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Love. And everybody love knows it's ridiculous. And everybody's embracing yep. the ridiculous. No, my, I mean, is that the yeah. birth? Is that movie the birth of what we now think of as Nicolas Cage? Was that the first Nicholas Cage I, performance? Maybe. I feel like it is. No, it's I, not. I, I, really, I truly no. Vampires Kiss. Oh my gosh, you're going way back. Vampires Kiss. Yep, where he literally wow. ate a live cockroach on camera. <laughs> oh my goodness, that is amazing. Yeah, I don't think I saw. I know Vampires Kiss. I don't think I saw it, but. You know what I love about Face Off? You can tell Nicolas Cage and John Travolta were just loving, oh, yeah. loving playing each other. That I mean, how fun was that? So good. Okay. Um, are we good to go? Or I think do we so. Need, I think we're good to go. We've more? got some more outstanding okay. stuff. Maybe, But after we're done with the actual show, we can maybe go back to some of that. Or we can do some Q&A. Uh, yeah. yeah. Depending on what, what the time looks like. Uh, folks, here's the deal. If, if this is your first time here, welcome. We're really happy to have you. Uh, you know. Thanks for the support and all that. We are about to embark on our weekly R&R show. And you thought, well, wait, haven't I just been watching the R&R show? No, look at the bottom of the screen. You've been watching the R&R pre-show. 
We are now about to move into the R&R show, so I will update the banner. Boop, 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 boop. Um, which is what it'll say when we go in there. And I will turn on the warning. While Ruel and I are filming the R&R show, which is a show that we do for YouTube, um, uh, you know, it, it'll be on YouTube tomorrow. While we're filming, we are going to be pretending it, we're just doing a, a chat show on YouTube, which means we will not be able to pay attention to you. Um, we will definitely thank you afterwards, later on, for subscribes and raids and anything that might happen. But during the show, you will have to chat amongst yourselves. I'm afraid. Um, or just sit back and relax and uh, see if you agree or disagree um, you know, with the uh, top ten we're doing, which uh, this week it is uh, upstumming, kick- upstumming Kickstarters. I don't know why I said stumming. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, just hang out, folks. And um, you know, after we're done recording, then we'll, we'll still be here. We're going to come back and uh, do, hopefully do some Q&A and uh, maybe uh, do some of these other channel point things that we need to redeem. Or we'll just hang out and chat with y'all. We'll, we'll yeah, see. Yeah. But we're, we're definitely going to hang out for a little bit afterwards. Oh, yeah, yeah. So this, the show, I think on average, takes us about 40 minutes, depending on how, 40 or 50 minutes, depending on how long we go in. And we do have a, we have our top 10, and then we have a bunch more, but I'm going to try and blow through the additional ones as quick as we can. Because um, yeah. we, we've been going 46 minutes now, and I would like to have a nice, you know, at least 20 minutes after the show for Q&A or, or whatever. Um, you know, because I'm, I mean, I, I would like to hear what people think of our choices that we make. Yep. And uh, let's see, is there anything else we need to warn the folks about before we get going? Um... Um, uh, let me see that. that um, no, uh, yes, good. there is. Thank you, Dungeon Sound System. Hey, how about a secret word? How about we come up with a secret word before we get going? Oh, yeah, why don't we do that? Maybe, yeah. maybe. Maybe uh, the audience knows the show better than we do, quite frankly. Yeah. That would have been embarrassing. Yeah, um, <laughs> we should give uh, everyone in chat uh, a producer credit uh, for the show. Exactly. <laughs> um, you know what? Uh, Ruckus points out um, Star Ooh. Trek and Nicolas Cage means we kind of yeah. got to work Cage in, don't we? I feel like somehow Cage or Nicholas Cage. Uh, let me look at my list again. Yeah, let me look at my list. Now we have to figure out, can we do that? Can, can I put Cage somewhere it? in here? Um, I... Okay, I, I got one. I can do it. You got, you got it? Okay, yeah, yeah, cool, yeah. cool. Okay. Now, is so, it going to be Cage or Nicholas Cage specifically? I'm just going to do Cage. I'm not going to do Nicholas Cage. Cage. Okay. Um, cool. Right. All right, so I need to put okay. that in all caps so I remember. I will exclamation point so I don't forget on that entry. Um, and folks, what, for folks who don't know, what's all the secret word business they're talking about? Once the show gets going, we will explain. Um, but because you were here in the pre-show, you have an extra bit of leg up on all the YouTube watchers tomorrow. You know it's going to be me saying Cage and not Ruel. Uh, people who catch the show later, all they know is the secret word is Cage, which is what you're supposed to be listening for to win. And um, right, what are we winning? Oh, we're winning. Yeah, okay. Cool, cool, cool. So, um, uh, oh. when you when you hear the word cage, uh, you're going to type in the name of the game. Uh, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll explain. Yeah, this, yeah, uh, we can explain when we get in there. Uh, when we start recording, um, yeah, y'all y'all know what we're doing. And here. spoiler alert: um, you're you're entering this contest to win a copy of Evolution: New World, which I'll also talk about when we get oh. going. Okay, so cool. that's queued up. I've got our intro queued up. Or, or I need to move this so I can see that. Where is it? There it is. All right, you can go over there. So, um, let's see. Do I need anything else? I think otherwise. I am set up. I think I'm set up, ready to go. <clears throat> so, uh, any last, any last good suggestions from the audience, um, who basically uh, act now as our executive producers, effectively <laughs> yeah. making sure we stay on task. <laughs> Love it. Yes, thank you, chat, for reminding us about the secret word. Um, I, I'm good on my end. Uh, I, I'm good to go here. If I'd seen it sooner, I might have gone with bees, not the bees, <laughs> not the bees. 
Please. Twenty <laughs> first uh, century games. Thank you for that. I, I appreciate that. Yep, go Dodgers. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, I think I think we're good to go, my friend. Twenty uh, fifth century games digs the uh, Dodgers love apparently. Yes. Yep, but I don't I don't understand it myself. So okay, right. So <laughs> let me walk through this. I put the logo up. I say, hey everybody. Um, this week's or oh. Well, surprise, folks, we don't have a sponsor this week. And we were talking about this before we got it. And I, I had it. What, what do I say since we don't have a sponsor? Or I just say, hey, everybody, welcome to this week's R&R. Or welcome to episode yep. 22 of the r Yeah. Okay. So um, we'll have sponsors. We'll be back next week. Hooray. So, so no graphic coming up. Are oh, no, we gonna do, it's just going to be a graphic of, of, okay. of, you know, the, of, our, of our smiling faces. All right. Oh. So it'll be that. And I'll say, oh. hey, everybody, uh, welcome to episode 22 of the R&R show. And uh, and then I take the thing off. I say, hey, well, how you doing? You say, how we're doing? And how's your new year been so far? We'll chat a little bit. We will then explain yep. how the secret word works and what people have to do. What else do we do in the intro? That's, that's yeah, it. That's and, then it. We, so, and then we do the top 10, yeah. right? Yep. Yep. Okay. It. Okay. I'm second guessing myself now because I totally forgot. <laughs> um, yeah, see. Uh, don't forget. Don't worry. Our producers will let us know in chat if we're messing anything up. <laughs> oh, we've got another very good. There can be only one in the queue. I like it from oh, Asgoth. What is we'll, it? We'll hit that. Oh, if you want to start thinking about it, um, board games or TV series. Ooh, that's that. That's a Sophie. That's, not, that's a Sophie right there. That's, I like that. That's okay. a good one. So we'll get we'll get to okay. that after the show is over, folks. So. Um, once again, we won't be able to engage in the uh, chat as much as we should. We might take a break halfway through if we end up going really long and I need to get a drink of water or something like that, but we'll play it by ear. By the way, uh, Ruel, you've never done this, but if at the end of one of your entries, you decide, you know, when you're saying, and that's my number six, Nicolas Cage, um, if you just want to stop for a second, just don't say anything. That's what I always do. Just don't say anything. And I'll, oh. That means Rel wants to take a break. So if you, I mean, we never work this out ahead of time. But if you need to take yeah, a break yeah. midway through, by all means, just at the end of your yeah. thing, stop talking. And if I'm not dumb and I notice that you stop talking, <laughs> we can we can pause. We can see how the audience is doing. We can get some water. We can answer the doorbell, whatever it might be. Okay. Yeah. So should I? Uh, I'll just I'll, after thing. I'll just pause and then should I say, hey, should we take a break or something like that? Yeah. Is that, or hey, that you know work? what you want to do. Um, easy thing because it helps me later on when I have to edit that stuff out. If you decide you need to take a break at the end of number six, Nicholas Cage, say, and that's my number six, folks, Nicholas Cage. Do that because that loud oh, okay. clap yeah. becomes very easy for me to spot uh, yep. in the waveform when I'm trying to edit out that midsection. Perfect. And of course, we'll do. if you just okay. clap for no reason, I'll know, oh, I should stop. <laughs> yeah. That would be pretty hard to miss. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, all righty. Okay, so then everyone knows the secret word is cage, move and on. Uh, we are and, good to go. And uh, Okay, so let me bring up the hoozy. Is there? <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> <clears throat> All right, one more swig. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 22 of the R&R Show, and welcome to my co-host, Ruel Gaviola. Hey, Ruel, how you doing? Good. How are you, my friend? I am doing A-OK. Twenty twenty two is upon us, and it's a total coincidence that we happen to have our 22nd episode as the first episode of this new year. You'd almost think I was so brilliant I that it. I planned it out, but that is, I wish I could claim that. 
Yeah, I, in in my mind, you did. Uh, you're you're brilliant <laughs> in everything you do, and I will say that you planned it. But anyways, happy New Year! Hope you had a great holiday season, uh, Rado, and I hope everyone watching did as well. Yes, um, I am excited about uh, this episode. We are going to be talking about our top ten upcoming uh, crowdfunding games, uh, crowdfunding games on Kickstarter and and or uh, GameFound. Um, I don't know what it is. I think it's maybe just because of the holidays are over now and like we're getting into the new year. It's like, okay, now this fresh newness now. I'm like, I'm ready for it, you know? Well, that is the nature of the industry. I mean, the month of December is always a dead zone for Kickstarter stuff uh, yeah. when it boils right down to it uh, because everybody's got other things they want to spend their money on. They're not going to back a game that they won't see for two years. That doesn't make for very good gift giving. And then to make yeah. up for it, there is an explosion of stuff in January, uh, you know, pent up from November and December that everybody wants to rush on Kickstarter. And so we've got 10 that we're very excited about. And we actually have a bunch more we want to talk about as well. The the ones that are going to be covered by the channel. Because uh, I, myself, uh, Shay, and Ruel occasionally do previews of upcoming Kickstarter games. So we'll list all of those. Then we'll talk about 10 more that won't be covered by the channel, but that we're very, very excited about. But before we get to any of that, we have some business to take care of, don't we? Yes. So first, uh, first item of business here is free games contests, right? Games. Yes. Uh, Free games. So, uh, during this episode, folks, we are, one of us is going to say a magic word or a secret word. And during that time, when you hear that word, you want to make note of the game that we're talking about at the time and then send that to uh, in an email to contest at rotto.com. And you'll be entered to win a copy of. Oh, I should have been smooth and ready for that. A copy of Evolution New World. Yeah. Um, I'm very excited about about this. this. I'm not going to talk about it right now because I'm about to talk about it in, I mentioned that list of games that's going to be covered on the channel. I'll have a run-through for this coming soon. So I'll talk about it. But this is going to be going on Kickstarter in January. And uh, the folks at Crowd, uh, the publisher, have uh, set aside one copy for one lucky winner, uh, viewer, of this show. But Ruel, um, they, as you said, have to listen. Or did you explain the secret word? Did you say that? The sec- I did not say the exact word. So the secret word for us, we're going to give you the secret word right now. Yes. It's cage. C-A-G-E. As in, you know, a cage or, you know, our favorite actor of all time, Nicolas Cage. Listen for cage. One of us is going to say it. And then whatever game we're talking about, enter that uh, game title into uh, an email uh, at rotto.com and you will be entered to win your very own copy of Evolution New World. Exactly. Very, very exciting. Um, You cannot cage these animals. Let me tell you that right now. (laughs) Um, And folks... (laughs) That was not the instance of the secret world. I, I know right. we were talking about a game when I just said cage, but no, 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 no. You have to wait until the top ten. One of our ten <laughs> games, we will. One of us will say the word cage. That's the game that you have to put as the subject of the email you send to contestatraw.com. Let me put that on screen one more time, and uh, that's how it goes. There will be one lucky winner. We will um, use the wheel of names to pick that winner on January 11th at noon. So you basically have until January 11th at 11 a.m. Pacific time to figure out who said Cage and what game was it when they said it and send that to contestatraw.com. Right. Okay. Okay. Did, Did I get that? Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Perfect. Well, then you know what, Ruel? We haven't done this for a while, but you might be wondering, hey, what's going on? Is there anything, uh, 
Yeah, you have this nice little table there with all kinds of goodies. What game do you have in front of you, my well, friend? Well, Grell, this is, a, this is a topic. We have not done this, I think, for over a month. We used to do it quite a yeah. bit. Um, yeah. This is Free Radicals. And this is the... Oh, I forgot to put on the screen. We are in the What's on Rado's Table segment of the show. It's Free Radical. And, oh my gosh, this is so amazing. Uh, this is a competitive... I guess I'm going to say competitive Euro, but it's 10 games in one. Because when you set up to play, you could play as the executives, or the artisans, or the, uh, you know, the underground, or the hoteliers, or the merchants. There's 10 different factions, and each faction is playing a radically different game. If you're playing as the executives, you're playing a Moncala game, kind of like a lighter version of Trajan. If you're playing the merchants, you're playing an engine-building goods conversion game. If you are playing the couriers, you are playing a pick-up-and-deliver game. If you're playing as the adventurers, you are playing a VR exploration and adventure-style game. What else is there? Oh, uh, if you are playing the hoteliers, you're playing four copies of Tetris at once. So, everybody is playing their own completely unique game uh, every time you play. And the beautiful thing about the game is it does such a great job of making it easy. There have been other games like this, but I know they're always terrifying for people like, ah, how do I have to teach all these games? When you're setting up the game um, and you give somebody the hoteliers, you give them this. There's a really wonderful summary of everything the hoteliers has to do. Oh, this is for the adventurers. All right. If somebody's playing the executives, you hand them this. It tells you how to set up. It literally gives you strategy tips. And then it just has a very quick thing that walks through all the core actions. And um, and you're playing them on call game immediately. This is wonderful. And what I love about it more than the asymmetry is the fact that this is a game that highlights a bright and vibrant future world for us to live in. It's not a dystopia. It's a utopia where everybody's needs are being met and everybody has the option to pursue whatever their life's goals are. And so I love the bright, vibrant, colorful... It isn't a gray, grim, perpetually rain-soaked world like, uh, you know cyberpunk Blade Runner stuff. This is a vibrant, yeah. happy world. And that um, that almost kumbaya nature of everybody um, you know, you know, pursuing their own goals. In this game, you don't pursue your own goals at the expense of others like you do in our world and in most board games. You work with other players. Even though it's competitive, one of the main source of points in this game is by helping your opponents. And every faction has their own way to help each other. I am smitten with this game, Ruel. And so that's why I filmed it yesterday... And I thought, oh, I want to talk about it some more because I just can't stop talking about it. So I left it on the uh, table today. So uh, it, yeah, that's yeah. what's going on. Okay. That looks amazing. And I yes. remember you talking about this a few months ago. And, you know, when you highlighted the asymmetrical, you know, um, players and everything, I was like, okay, this looks interesting. But actually seeing it on the table and like knowing that there's, you know, all these different ways to play, you got to pick up and deliver, you have the, um, uh, the Tetris uh, thing and you have the engine building like that looks so fascinating to me. And the theme as well is yeah. really, really cool. Like, as you're saying, not a dystopia, but a utopia. Exactly. So, More um, of that. To that. Yeah. Um, entertainment industry. I mean, I, I mm -hmm. know it's easy to fall into the, oh, everything's terrible and awful these days. But how about yeah. a ray of sunshine every once in a while? How about a, a beacon right? of hope and optimism? And that's what Free Radicals is. So, yay. Nice. Um, okay, anyway, though. So, we are now going to do what we came here to do. Talk about 10 upcoming uh, crowdfunding games on Kickstarter and GameFound. Before we get to yeah. our top 10 countdown, though, I did say right up front that we have to talk about all the ones the channel is going to be covering, right? Yeah. Yeah, I did explain that? Okay, then. Let me go on ahead over here, and let's talk briefly about Astro Knights. I'm very excited about this. This is going to be going live at the end of... Uh, 
at the end of January. I'll be doing a run-through for it. This is a streamlined sci-fi version of Aeon's End, which is one of my favorite cooperative card games of all time. Maybe my favorite And I really look forward to giving uh, Astro Knights a go, because it simplifies and streamlines the game, makes it much quicker to set up, and does some very, very cool new I think, fairly revolutionary twists to the market economy that we are so commonly associated with uh, Dominion. It really kind of turns out on its ear. So I'm excited about that one. And uh, let's see. All these are in alphabetical order, by the way. We then have Colab, another one I'm going to be covering this month. Uh, This is players are mad scientists trying to create creatures in a lab. It's got really, really cool miniatures and cool dice. I think it's a dice drafting, dice worker placement game. It's got a real sense of whimsy to the art and all of that. But what really made me interested in this game... Uh, that maybe say, yeah, I'd be interested in covering it, is in the description. It's not the components, it's not the setting. Colab employs a series of take-this mechanics instead of take-that. Oh. Where players provide resources, minions, and other opportunities to their opponents in exchange for resources or points. Yes! We can all compete. We can all try to you know, uh, you know, yeah. pursue our goals the best without trying to hurt each other. We can help each other. We can all collab in our labs. And so I'm very, nice. very excited about this. Uh, I think this one goes live Ooh. in the, either the second or the third week of the month. Um, so look forward to seeing that coming soon. Then there is... Oops. Now I've got to scroll through all these pictures. I did not think of that. Then we move on to... Uh, Dunhuang. Pearl on the Silk Road. I believe Shay is covering this one, if I recall correctly. It um, is a very, very ambitious game where players are landlords on the Silk Road, um, seeing artisans coming and going and trying to sponsor the development of uh, you know art artworks, if I recall correctly. It has really gorgeous art. It looks like a very big um, you know and and heavy euro you know, kind of stuff that we love, and uh, it's from a. Uh, 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 Jing Studio and designer Wu Shuang. So I don't know either of them, but I really do like the idea of of Asian developers kind of taking yep. back their um, you know their heritage and instead of having you know, all the the French and German designers making all these games Agreed. about Silk Road, how about people whose it's actually part of their heritage get to do a game about Agreed. that? So I think that's really exciting too. Awesome. Yes. Okay. Um, then there is Evolution New World. I just mentioned this. Aha. I've already done the run-through. The run-through will be going live when this goes live. It's so exciting. Evolution, as a uh, as a game that originally came out, I think, in 2014, it's gone through many, many literal evolutions because it's gone through several different versions. This is like the third edition, and it's by far... I've played all of the spin-offs and the alternate versions of Evolution so far. I think this is the best it's ever been. It's a game where players are trying to develop their own prehistoric species through the Evolution, and it's always been... My problem with it has always been it's a very dog-eat-dog game. I'm trying to evolve to survive. Well, the elements or survive Ruel, who's evolving all these carnivores who are trying to eat all my nice peaceful critters. Maybe I have to strike before he strikes me. It's always been very dog-eat-dog. The reason, more than anything else, I'm so excited about New World is for the first time in a decade of the existence of this game, there is now solo and co-op play available. And Ah, that makes me so happy that I can actually enjoy this wonderful... I mean, this game is on par with A Race for the Galaxy in terms of the card management and and all the combo stuff you can do. But finally, Jen and I can enjoy this because we're not constantly trying to devour each other. So, really looking forward to that one. And one lucky winner of this watcher of this episode's show will win a copy of this um, when somebody says the secret word. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Now we've got um, uh, Jian Yang, Life of Gentry. Uh, from designer uh, Duju Y and Mo Ideas Game Design, I'm going to be covering this one. Again, I'm very excited about it. Another very big, meaty, heavy, complex Euro with tons and tons of combo strings and move or you know actions and reactions. Looks very, very cool. Haven't played it yet, but very excited. You'll be seeing that one this month as well. And we're almost done, folks. There's so much. I said <laughs> January is crazy. Puzzle Strike 2 from David Serlin. This is a sequel to Puzzle Strike. Oh. This is basically a candy crush turned into a a board game. And I heard the original Puzzle Strike was very good, and I, I look forward to... Uh, this is one of the few times that Jen and I can actually enjoy like trying to punch each other, when it's just like, oh, look, I made a row and I'm sending some junk over your way. That doesn't really bother us so much when it's so abstracted. Plus, we played right. these kinds of games so, for so many years. And so, awesome. looking forward to that in Board Game Forward. Hey, I'll shut up for a second, because we've got Skate Summer. Look at this. Skate Summer. Folks, I'll be doing this one here on the channel um, later this month, and uh, this is from Panasaurus Games. It's if you're into skateboarding, that whole culture and stuff, this is uh, going to be right up your your alley here. Um, I just got the prototype recently, and I'm getting ready to uh, learn learn it thoroughly and get ready for the uh, playthroughs. So that's Skate Summer from uh, Panasaurus Games. Yeah, you'll be doing a live stream of it, if I recall, yes. this month when We're the gonna, Kickstarter goes live. So folks, yep, can live without that. a net, folks. Yes. It's going to be a blast. <laughs> I'm sure you will pull all the ollies. Or Ollie's are a uh, Ollie, Oh, yeah. Ollie's. Yes. Yeah. Very. Wow. You have an Ollie reference. I love it. I'm going to be. Uh, I'll have to study my Tony Hawk reference. Indeed. Yeah. Well. Yeah. You're going to have to bone up on that, um, you know, to get all yeah. the hip references in when you cover skate stuff. Yes. And I think um, yeah. we've got um, one more. Shay is also going to be covering Sky Tear Horde, which is a uh, tower defense cooperative game trying to hold off hordes of bad guys. It's card driven gameplay. You can play it solo or co op. And I think the reason most people are interested is because it says if you like card battlers like Hearthstone, Stone or Keyforge, you will find yourself at home here. So uh, I think that is going to uh, be very interesting for a lot of folks. So Shay's going to be covering uh, that one and uh, in this month as well. This is going to be okay. a good month. Wow. Oh, it's it's going to be a big, big month. So that yeah. was that. And now, at long last, we can actually start <laughs> talking about our top 10. These are other games, again, that we are very, very interested in that aren't going to be covered by the channel. Although, who knows? Things change. You know, so, you know, maybe uh, oh, yeah. somewhere down their line. I mean, maybe after the publishers see how excited we are about this, maybe they'll contact me. Maybe you'd like to cover the game. Dropping hints. Um, so, uh, yeah. Anyway, I think you're you're kicking us off. Is that correct, Ruel? Yeah, I'm going to kick us off with my number 10. Okay. Uh, let me... Get this in the queue here. Right. Uh, my number 10, uh, top 10 upcoming crowdfunding games, folks, is... Um, is it on the... There it is. There Library it is. Labyrinth. Library yeah. Labyrinth. I am really excited about this um, for a couple of reasons. Number one, I think it's just such a cool theme. So this is a cooperative game set in a library for one of five players. And the library is actually, so your characters that you're playing are from the books in the library, mm. and you're fighting monsters from the books in the library. So 
if you're walking, it's a dungeon crawl, and you're walking around Dracula, or maybe, you know, the robots from the War of the Worlds will show up from the books, and then you take your characters and fight them and try to defeat them, and the characters are fictional and non, uh, uh, some fictional and historical characters, so you could be fighting as, like, um, Harriet Tubman, whose, like, <laughs> ability is courage, or um, is it Ada Lovelace, uh, the uh, mathematician, whose um, uh, abilities include science, coding, and logic. I I mean, it's such a cool way to, I think, uh, go into a game uh, theme-wise. And what's the other reason why I'm super excited about this is the team behind it. So okay. this is a uh, team based in the UK, and it's a group of women uh, from a different mix mm. of backgrounds and experiences. So it's going to take, you know, the typical dungeon crawl game experience, but it's going to put a new twist on it just from the fact that these are not your, you know, typical designers, you know. And I think it's a really cool thing to see uh, to bring this game into life. I, I'm really excited about this. I think it's such a cool, you know, a way, um, uh, just the theme alone, right? I mean, you're in a library, books full of monsters, and you have your books full of characters that can defeat these monsters. So uh, that's my number 10, Library Labyrinth. No, that is very cool. And I have to admit, I don't think I've heard of that. I, I, yeah. I mean, folks, for folks who don't know, um, the way we make this list is we go on the GameFound page and we go on the uh, Kickstarter page, and there's uh, links so you can say stuff that's coming soon. And we just look through trying to find uh, uh, projects that have made a uh, coming soon page that you can go to, click on the link, and you'll get notified when the project is going to launch. So, I, I mean, and there's like on Kickstarter, there's like five or six hundred of them. And it takes, yeah, I don't know how long it takes cool. you. It takes me a few hours to do this. And I'm really, it, that it, sounds took, really cool. And I totally missed it. Doesn't it though? Yeah, it took me a while. I, I dug deep for this one. And uh, they're, I think they're going on GameFound, um, is it GameFound or Kickstarter? Uh, they're going to go launch uh, early March. I think March 8th might be the day, but you know how those things go. Um, but so keep an eye out for it. There's, it's still in development. And I, I think it's just a, a wonderful idea from, um, you know, from the design team all the way to the actual gameplay. I mean, a, a, a different type of uh, dungeon crawl. So there it is, Library Labyrinth. Yeah, I can't wait to I can't wait to see that. Um, uh, Gertrude Stein versus, or you know, working with Alice in Wonderland. That's or, I don't know. If, yeah, uh, that's that's very cool. Be brilliant. All right. Well, brilliant. I'm gonna uh, go a little bit more traditional board game. Although I mean, I really love your number okay. ten. I kind of want to switch these. Cool. So our number nine today, folks, is Dead Machine Gods, um, which I know doesn't sound like something that you would normally expect me to talk about, and it is yep. kind of a a, a grim setting. Of, oh, was it a a strategic cyber occult worker placement game? Uh, and um, it, I'm not here for the theme. I'm mostly here for the designer artist Nathan uh, Munier because. Last year, or maybe it was the year before, he put out a game called Doom Machine, and they actually contacted us for me to cover it when it was on Kickstarter. And at the time, I kind of turned my nose up and said, I just don't know if I feel like covering solo games right now. In the time since then, I have really fallen hard in love with playing solo games and filming solo games, and I am so full of regret that I did not cover Doom Machine because it turned out to be so good. And so I am not making that mistake again. I am very much interested in um, Dead Machine Gods. This is a worker, a dice worker placement game. You've got dice. Uh, every, I think each player has three dice. You can play it solo or you can play two-player, and you take turns putting your dice out on the various worker placement spots, which are a bunch of cards, the Nexus, the Heap, the Temple, what have you. And they let you gather resources um, and gather blueprints, effectively, for the different types of uh, rituals and um, you know artifacts and whatnot that you want to put into play. So you're doing the worker placement stuff, you know, following you know traditional, you know, the kind of stuff you expect from 
oh, I don't know, um, you know, Voyages of Marco Polo, you know, where, oh, I'd roll the dice, but I'm really restricted in where I can put them, and I have to be really smart. Oh, no, that space is blocked. That looks very, very solid. But what's more interesting is you're doing that to be able to put these cards into play. These cards have to be played in a two-by-four grid in front of you, and they are all about trying to position correctly so they are next to X, Y, or Z so they can score lots of points, um, or, you know, do set collection sorts of things. And I suspect, again, based on the previous game from Nathan, that uh, this is going to be something really, really sharp. So I'm really keen on giving uh, Dead Machine Gods a go, uh, if for no other reason than to make up for my terrible mistake of a couple of years ago. So that comes in at number nine. Yeah, that looks really cool. I'm always a fan of dice worker placement games. Yeah. And when you add that like tableau builder to it, oh, that, that looks neat. Mm-hmm. That, that looks really cool. Okay, uh, let's move on here. That was your number eight, or number nine. I'm going to do my number eight. Um, let me do this here. Number eight. Hopefully it'll show up. Okay. Shinjuku. Ah, yes. Shinjuku. Yes. So I saw this. I'm going to, uh, right off the bat, I saw Shinjuku. I was immediately enthralled by it just because the name itself brings back some really nice memories. Really? Uh, Shinjuku, folks. Yeah, if you don't know, Shinjuku is the busiest rail station in the world. Uh, it's in J- Japan. And many years ago, uh, Michelle and I, we went to visit Lauren. Lauren was studying. Your daughter. Um, uh, for, she took, yeah, she took a year off. Uh, to study abroad in Japan. Uh, so, of course, Michelle and I, hey, this is a perfect opportunity for us to visit Japan. We'll go visit Lauren for a couple of weeks, and we took the train. You take the train everywhere, and Shinjuku is amazing. Uh, it's so different than here in the U.S. Like, Shinjuku, it's like you go in a rail station, and it actually has, like, restaurants. It's almost like a mall, right? It's a big mall, restaurants, shops, and everything. And in the game, you're going to be building stores in Shinjuku. Uh, and that's the the whole object of the game is to build stores and uh, generate income. Come. It's a network building and pick up and deliver game uh, at its heart. And you're you're you know it's card driven. You're uh, taking two actions. You're going to build a store, expand your rail, upgrade uh, your stores, mm-hmm. or draw uh, cards for income, and then you can move along customers as well. I just uh, you know I, I fell in love with the theme um, right off the bat. And again, positive memories of my our trip to Japan. And I, now I want to play this game because I want to think of all those fun times we had in Shinjuku, going to all those great restaurants and shopping and doing all that. And here we can actually build uh, our own Shinjuku rail station. So that's my number eight. And excellent. And that's coming on crowdfunding, you said, right? Yes. I believe I had originally put this on my most anticipated for Essen Spiel. Because I thought it was actually going to be for sale at Essen, but I guess it wasn't. They probably were just demoing oh. it, and I got it wrong or something like that. Yeah. So this yeah. is a an R&R double whammy, because I put it on a list, <laughs> and now you put it on a list. So I think people definitely need to be on the lookout for Sinjuku. Yeah. Definitely. Sinjuku, that's my number eight. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Well, then, let's move on to number seven on the list, and that is Saria. Saria. Uh, Did you see Saria when you were looking through all this stuff, Pharrell? There's so many. Now, here's the deal. Saria is a dinosaur park survival game. It feels like we've got a bunch of these. It feels like we've had half a dozen Jurassic Park-inspired board games over the last few years. And more of them are coming. Um, And here's the thing that really caught my eye about Saria. Not that all the other ones aren't really cool, too. Not that I don't love Jurassic Park. Not that I don't like saying, life, ah finds a way, uh, you know, when we're in the middle of a game or what have you. But all the other games always cast you in the role of, of Dr. Hammond. 
you know, the park administrator, and your job is to hire people and to um, build the pens and, and manage the science. And I don't think people watch Jurassic Park and say, oh yeah, that's the cool part that I really remember. People remember, you know, Alan Grant and, um, you know, Laura Dern and Jeff Goldblum running for their lives from dinosaurs that got out. Saria focuses on that side of the equation. And that really gets me more interesting. Because I'll be honest, if, if, I, if I have one problem with all the other Jurassic Park games out there, it always strikes me as odd that in these games, okay, I do all my building of the park, and then I set it up, and then we open the doors for the customers, and then half the customers get eaten. And then round two, okay, let's try and fix all that, and then open up the doors and more customers show up. And it's like, it, it, it's a fundamentally weird, um, you know, setup for these games. Here, it makes sense. The, the dinosaurs are out, we're just trying to survive. And you can play as a lot of different characters, scientists, tourists, I assume, hunters, and I mean, all the characters have different ways to deal with the dinosaurs, and we are just trying to survive. Like, um, you know, Alan Grant and the rest. And I, I'm sure, yeah. depending on who you are, you have different ways to deal with the creatures. Maybe you can kill them, maybe you can tranquilize them, um, you know, and you have to worry about getting mangled hands and uh, broken legs. So, I, you know, this kind of feels like the diehard element of a Jurassic Park-inspired game, and that gets me interested, quite frankly. That makes me, projects me into the world, rather than being a manager managing the world that is, you know, in a, such a weird state where it constantly resets. So that is why I am very excited about... Um, Number seven, Saria. I, you know, you said something here that really all of a sudden my mind just went bing. Uh, Jurassic World or Jurassic Park meets Die Hard. I love it. I that's my next matchup. I want my friend. Yes, that's uh, yeah. Die that's Hard, what we. Jurassic that's what Park. the world needs. And I mean, I, I do not mean to dismiss. I mean, there are a lot of really great dinosaur park management games. Um, yes. but I mean, I, I'm just excited about this because. It's something different, and uh, yeah. and it, it sounds like something really, really exciting. Okay, so that was number seven. What's number six on our list? Rob? Number six. So I so the entire time you're talking about Saria, I'm dying inside, and here's oh my, no, my oh number no, six. oh no, my number six. <laughs> Wait for it. Okay. <laughs> my number six is Jurassic World: The Legacy of Isla Nublar. <laughs> <laughs> of course, everything you just talked about yep. is in this game, and but here's why I'm excited about this game. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's, this is actually so. This is based on the the franchise. The yes, this franchise is this, this is not Jurassic inspired Park. by. This is Jurassic Park. This is the yeah. real thing. Now, here's the thing that really piqued my interest right off the bat. This is a legacy game. This Ooh, game is played over phone. twelve episodes. Yes, and it's going to recreate some of the events from the movies. But you're going to have your own, uh, you know, you're going to have the ability to change things. So you will actually play as Dr. Hammond, as uh, Alan Grant, and so forth. But you're, the de decisions you make during the game as you, you know, try to uh, uh, grow new dinosaurs and uh, get employees and keep uh, visitors safe, those decisions and whatever happens with those dinosaurs are going to change <laughs> the state of the game throughout the entire 12-game 12, uh, uh, 12 campaign. Wow. So that's why I'm excited about this. I want – it's going to be very – you know, cinematic. And, you know, it's from Prospero Hall. Uh, they, yes. for me, they have a great track record for doing these uh, mass market uh, games on uh, popular IPs. They've done Villainous. Uh, they did uh, Pan Am. Uh, what else did they do? Um, Villainous, Pan Am, uh, the Funkoverse Horrified. games, Jaws, Horrified. Yeah. yeah. Back to the Future. No. 
Back to the Future, yeah. yes. So they have a really good track record of mm-hmm. making very accessible games for the general public, but uh, with enough meat on them that I think gamers will appreciate it as well. And that's yep. my uh, number six, Jurassic World, The Legacy of Isla Nublar. You know what? Here's the deal. Everything <laughs> I said in mine was me being kind of snooty because, yeah, I saw The Legacy of, of Isla Nublar, yep. and I thought, oh, this is just another one. And, and of course, Pandasaurus is bringing out Dinosaur World pretty soon yeah. if it's not already out. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of these. I'm like, oh, I'm going to be so smart. I'm going to show how cool and, and clever I am that I came up with you know this new take. And then all you got to yeah. do is say one word, Legacy, and all of a sudden, I yep. want to throw mine away and go for this one because I love Legacy games. It's right there in the title, and I just didn't even see it. So, okay. It's <laughs> funny, too. Yeah, yeah. And, I and had Saria. I, I was ready to talk about Saria, but then I was like, "Oh, look, a legacy uh, dinosaur game. I got to go with that one." You know, <laughs> that is hilarious. Hilarious. Folks, by the way, we have no idea what um, the other is going to choose. We both come up with our own independent top ten. We send it to a friend, a third party, and that person weeds out any duplicates and sends them back to us. And so we are. I mean, I was genuinely surprised. I, I uh, um, and I, I guarantee you, my friend is like uh, laughing to himself because he's like, "Oh, yeah. they're going to trip all over." each other because he's that kind of guy um yeah no that is very very cool um yeah you really got me much more interested in a game that i was like okay well i'm kind of curious because of course i like jurassic park but i got my sorry yep. thing but hey again yeah. if you're gonna do something in this space do something really new and original because we've had so many of these now legacy that's fresh that is something that gets me excited too so i i still think that is an excellent call and i don't even mind that it comes in even higher at number six over number seven <laughs> saria okay well then let's move on to number five on the list viscounts of the west kingdom uh and this is an expansion content uh it is oh, what is it i uh, i have written down here oh gates of gold and keepers of the key is that right Let's see yes. here. Yes, there we are. Keeper. Yeah, keepers, right. keeper of the key, and gates of gold. Now, here's the deal, folks. Um, the you know the uh the of the West Kingdom series from designer Shem Phillips and uh, S. J. McDonald and publisher Garfield Games. These have all three of the games, uh, Viscounts and Architects and Paladins, were huge. Uh, super successful games, wildly popular, won tons of award, have fantastic art from the Miko. So, and I loved all of them. They were all very fresh and did interesting things. But I'll be honest, uh, Viscounts is by far my favorite of the series. And so, when I saw there's an expansion coming out with two new boxes full of stuff that add new types of building, new types of cards, new types of characters, all that. I mean, I don't really have to talk to Jeremy much about this. Uh, Viscounts of the West Kingdom is a phenomenal game where the entire board is a gigantic rondelle that we are, you know, a rondelle meaning that uh, you, you take your piece and you move clockwise around a big circular thing, moving from, um, like, space to space to do actions. But this is um, a triple rondelle because it's a rondelle within a, another rondelle within another rondelle. In the center of the rondelle, is the city itself uh, that the Viscounts are trying to protect. On the outskirts is where all of the action happens. On the inside is where you gather resources. It's really thematic. It really puts you into the world. You feel like a character uh, as a Viscount. And uh, and, it, and the original game had such fantastic components because the, the castle at the center of the board that fills up with all your vassals is just so satisfying. So more Viscounts? Yes, please. I could not put um, Viscounts, Gates of Gold, and Keeper of the Keys as number five on the list. 
Yeah, uh, that, the whole series, the West Kingdom series. I mean, Shem Phillips, anytime he puts out a game, I'm immediately interested. I, yeah. I've loved the North, North, North Sea series. I've loved the West Kingdom series. Now, it's funny because the Viscounts is probably my least favorite oh, of really? the West Kingdom series. Yeah, I like Paladins, Architects, and Viscounts. But I'm always willing to play any of his games. And I want to see, I, I'm curious uh, to see how uh, these, uh, what these expansions bring to the uh, base yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait. I'm very excited. Yeah. But that was uh, cool. number five. What's number four on the list, Ralph? Number four on the list. Let me uh, get ready here. So this one is number four is Illiterati. Mm, I, I, was, I was really, I, I was really afraid to to say that name. I'm not going to lie. Illiterati. <laughs> you want to look illiterate when you talked about Illiterati. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, this is from uh, Gap, uh, the team from Gap Closer Games. Who is that? Uh, they previously released a game called Rival Restaurants, which is a real time oh. cooking game. Okay. Yeah. They've taken the. They're gonna. They're gonna doing another real time game here with Illiterati, but it's a real time cooperative word game. And right there, mm-hmm. I am all in, folks. Uh, word game, cooperative game, a real time. Yeah, like three minutes to uh, spell words using cards, uh, letters, and words. Uh, and the thing is, here you're actually battling as a team against you know villains. And as you play words, you know you're gonna knock them out. But the letters that you do not use in a round go against you, and that's going to help the villains get stronger. And there's going to trigger some events as well that are going to that are going to harm you. So you need to get through all the rounds, and then you're going to fight like the boss monster. I think it's called like the final chapter or whatever. And that's where all the players work together again to uh, you know defeat the villain. But in the final chapter. Everyone has to defeat them at the at, in one uh, time. So I think it's sort of like, uh, from what I understand, it's cooperative until that very last um, round, and then everyone really? really has to focus on themselves. Yeah. Wow. So that's a little rotty. Um, I'm a huge fan of word games, paperback, and then like the paperback adventures that's supposed to be coming out. That's an awesome game. Oh, it is. It's um, fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. And this sort of reminded me of that, uh, but w- with a real-time twist to it. Uh, so that's a little rotty from uh, Gap Closer Games. Yeah, that is, a, that is an interesting one. Of course, now, real-time gaming is not for everybody, obviously. Correct. But you think Correct. it's going to work out pretty well. I mean, I guess it helps that for the majority of the game, it's a cooperative game. So yes. you know, we're working together. So that, that, that tension can be spread around amongst everybody and get you warmed yeah. up for that last round. Yeah, and that's uh, now I didn't, uh, you know, I don't think the full rule book rule book is here. But from what I remember, the, what they did with rival restaurants, it was real time. But then there was like um, uh, the there was like real time for one part of the game, and then there's a lot of like uh, not real time right. elements yeah. as well. So you can sort of plan out stuff and then you know go through the game. So I'm wonder, I'm curious to see if that's how it's going to be for a little Roddy as well, where it's got some little downtime. But uh, anyways, I'm definitely going to pick this one up. I, I I love word games. Michelle and I enjoy word games, and in fact. Fun fact, Michelle and I, when we started dating, Scrabble was our go-to back in the day. But now we play all kinds of different word games. So yeah. that's my number four, Illiterati. Excellent. I'm glad you put that on. I saw it, and I thought mm-hmm. about it, because I, for the longest time, was a guy who said, yeah, oh, word games, can't stand them. Ugh, Scrabble brings me back, gives me um, you know, uh, hives and uh, you know, uh, stress from when I was a kid trying to play with grown-ups and just feeling like an idiot and stuff like that. Um, but then yeah. Paperback really turned me around on that. Uh, you know, nice. it's, it's such a breath of fresh air and now I love the idea of merging really cool Euro mechanisms with word games and so and this looks fantastic I didn't know the pedigree that they've already done this and done it well so they're building on yeah. strengths so that all sounds fantastic I'm glad I'm glad it's on the list yeah. okay well cool. cool then let's continue on to number three on our list folks we're, we're getting close to the end so let's talk about Solar 175 Shall we? Okay. Yeah. Here's the deal, folks. 
This is our second legacy game for the day. Uh, apparently, Ruel and I are cuckoo for legacy, and uh, I'm very, very excited about this. It is uh, corporations compete in a dark dystopia. What are you uh, willing to do to win? Okay, I admit, I'm not crazy about the dystopia thing after um, I talked so rhapsodically about um, the utopia that's on my board, but I'll accept a dystopia. It's fine. It's fine. We can be a little bitter about the future instead of excited about the future. But what I am excited about this game is the fact that it is a legacy game. Oh, and apparently there are no pictures. All right, then we will just stick with the box art, which is very nice looking. No pictures on Board Game Geek. That's a shame. But um, this is a legacy game. This is, well, imagine Orleans as a legacy game. Mm, yeah, that's what we've got nice. here. This game definitely takes inspiration from um, you know the one of the biggest modern Euro classics of the last decade. Orleans was such a huge hit for DLP. Um, you know, Orleans I think is going to be getting a new super deluxe version coming out this year, later on in the year. People still love Orleans. People, I mean, are playing it, talking about it. It's expanding all the time because its core gameplay was so fantastic. Really popularized the idea of bag building worker placement. Solar 175 is a bag building worker placement competitive game as well, set in a future Blade Runner style world where game after game after game, more stuff is unlocked. The world changes. It evolves in permanent ways. And for folks who are worried about it, this is not one of those legacy games where after it's done, you throw it in the trash. After it's done, you have made a final Finalized, unique version of the world that you will be able to continue to play, like you can continue to play Orleans. So I love Orleans to death. I haven't seen any new Orleans stuff for a while. Um, and honestly, I mean, I did have some problems with some of the design elements of Orleans that were never really cleaned up. So I'm really excited about Solar 175 for a new um, group of designers to take a stab at that core idea and do new, interesting things. Like one thing I do know that is very different is it includes a uh, an area control game as well. That's a sizable portion uh, of the game, which, of course, was not part of the original Orleans. So I look forward to seeing what else is going to be available in a number three, Solar 175. Yeah, this one was actually on my list as oh, well. Was it? And okay. uh, I, yeah, I'm, it, it was high up on my list, and I'm glad that you covered it because bag building, legacy game, yep, I'm in, immediately interested. And I love the sci fi theme as well. So yeah, that, that one looks so good. Cool. Okay. All right. Well, Let's number move two. On to my number number two. My number two, uh, let me update this here. Okay. All right, my number two coming up is Last Light. Okay. I am fired up about this game, uh, friends. So this is actually from Roy Kennedy of the uh, Kennedy of the Dice Tower. Oh, is this Roy's uh, game? First... Yeah, this is Roy's game. Oh my gosh! It's a it's a four X game. Now, here's the thing with four X games. When I think four X games, of course, I think about my favorite game of all time, Twilight Imperium, and an all day affair. What Roy has done here has taken the Forex experience and streamlined it down to a 60 to 90 minute game. And I am so fired up about this. It's got 3D planets, a rotating board. You've got simultaneous action play. I know you like that simultaneous yes. action, uh, Rado. Uh, so you're going to mine for resources, explore planets, uh, gain tech, and then uh, command your fleets to uh, go around the uh, and take over the galaxy. Um, I, you know... This type of game, it's, it hits everything I like about gaming. It's uh, obviously it's a little more in your face than uh, other types of games, but 
16 to 90 minutes, folks. You usually don't get that in 4X games. You know, I'm thinking, again, Twilight Imperium takes all day. Mm -hmm. uh, another one that I really enjoy is uh, Heroes of Land, Air, and Sea. And I know that Roy's a big fan of that game. Mm. And that one t usually takes a few hours as well. So I'm excited for Roy. Again, it's, I believe it's his very first design. It's been picked up by Gray Fox Games, and it's coming to Which Kickstarter. Which is a great publisher, by the way. The folks at Gray yes. Fox, they put out fantastic games. After the Empire last year, that was a mm -hmm. big hit and an incredibly well-produced game, too. So, I mean, you look yeah. at this and you say, oh, there's a lot of complex, literal moving pieces here, but you can feel pretty yeah. confident that Gray Fox is going to be able to pull it off. Yeah, yeah. So I'm excited for Roy and I'm excited for Last Light. That is my number two on our game's top 10 crowdfunding games. That is very cool. Yeah, I I, I remember that uh, hearing that Roy Kennedy, like, Roy Kennedy? The... The, the, the skinny guy? The spiky-haired guy from yeah. Dice Tower? <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, and so I've, I've heard very, very good things about this, and I, I totally Same. forgot about it. I, I admit, I saw this, and I saw 4X, and like, oh, okay, at least it's only an hour yeah. long, but it's still four hours of the exterminating part. But, of course, as you yeah. said, you love that stuff. You want to marry yeah. it you love so much. So, yeah, yeah that makes uh, <laughs> no, uh, yeah, make no mistake at all. That seems like a perfect game for you, and I'm sure it is going to be a fantastic game for... Uh, for, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Gray Fox as well. Nice choice. Yep. Okay. Thank you. Well, folks, if you've made it this far, you're probably curious. What's number one? I'm not going to belabor. I'm not going to beat around the bush. I'm talking about number one uh, of the list today is Outsiders. And that, I think, is going to surprise people because what? I follow games. I know what's coming up. I, I don't know of a game called Outsiders. Uh, that's because it was formerly known as Gaijin. Uh, this is a new game coming from Awakened Realms. Uh, it will not be on Kickstarter. It will be on uh, GameFound. Uh, not surprising, because it's coming from Awakened Realms. And this is a cyberpunk future world where, well, it is more of the Blade Runner, but at least it's colorful Blade Runner. And um, there are two maps that we're playing in. There is the city map, the meat world that we're moving around. And at the same time, we're also dealing with the cyber world. There's a network map. And I think that's what originally captured my attention with this game when I when I first saw it many many months ago and this has been uh, coming for a long time uh, you know there, there's a huge number of people here on GameFound who have already marked that they are following it because uh, because they're excited when they get it. and by the way folks if you also follow it I'm not going to put my email address on uh, screen for everybody to see if I were to follow it you uh, if you're at all interested in this definitely follow it uh, you can follow the links down in the show notes to get to the page where you can follow and by the way there are links for all the games we've talked about today I should have said down in the show notes below if you want I know more about any of these games. Uh, anybody who follows is going to get, where is it? It's somewhere on here, a free bonus add-on. Okay, it's not on here. It's on a different page. But there is a free bonus add-on that you can get that otherwise, if you uh, try to back during the show, it'll be, uh, you'll have to pay a little bit extra. It's like an extra board that keeps track of stuff for you and whatnot. So that's very, very exciting. Um, what I'm really more excited about than anything else in this game, well, I do love, you know, the the, the huge splashes of color and all that, is these two boards. Because um, I'm a big Stefan Feld fan. And not a lot of people remember Aquasphere. Uh, you know, uh, I think it's a fantastic oh. design, but one of his lesser knowns. Have you ever played Aquasphere? I love Aquasphere. Yeah, I, I even, love Aquasphere. I, 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 yeah, I remember that game, and they also did a Roll and Write version of yes, it. Yes, they did. Remember, yes, uh, that's true. Yeah. yeah, and both of those yeah. games. The central conceit of them was that there were literally two different games going on simultaneously because you had the programmer who was uh, you know, programming the AI for your underwater base. And then you had the scientist who was actually in the underwater base. And these were like two different games that you had to deal with simultaneously. You had to make sure your program was setting stuff up for your scientist.
scientist. You had to make sure your scientist was doing all the stuff that the programmer set them up for. And that synchronicity between both sides of your brain, almost, just tickled my fancy. And I've seen very, very few games that do it. So when I saw that Outsiders was doing it, I was very, very excited indeed. I have not put this on... We, I mean, I've seen this months ago. I could have put this on previous episodes of, of you know, the R&R. We're excited about upcoming Kickstarters. But there's two things. One, I think it's actually coming now. I think uh, they're going to be launching in February. So, you know, six months ago, it was a long ways off. So it was too early to talk about it. But two, uh, totally as an aside, I am very excited about the fact that um, Awakened Realms took feedback from the audience who... Uh, there were a lot of folks who were very concerned about the term gaijin, which um, in Japanese language is a... Uh, it, it, it's a controversial term, let's say. Strictly speaking, it just means outsiders. That's what it translates to. But in common usage, it is a very othering word that is used to divide and separate people. Uh, it is actually a very charged word in regular Japanese language, so much so that they don't say it on the evening news. It's, it's kind of banned from network television because that's just not a thing you say in polite company. And when um, Awakened Realms, uh, you know, they actually went out and they consulted with Japanese language experts in their own country. And they said, yeah. Oh, they said, well, you know what? Yes. Even though we've already pumped money into the marketing for this game and we've done, you know, mock-ups for everything, we put a lot of money here. We think it's the right thing to do. So officially, they just announced this morning that they are changing the name to Outsider or Outsiders. And, um, and I was like, Bravo. Well done. I was already excited about the gameplay. Now I'm excited uh, about the, the steps that the publisher has taken to make sure it's as opening and inviting a game for everybody as possible. So, I mean, that's just, that is a great way to ring in the new year as far as I'm concerned. I, I agree 100%. Yeah, that's, you know, again, I, I'm loving the fact that publishers are listening yes. and, you know, doing the right thing. I, I just, I, I love that. And yeah, I'm excited about this game too, um, especially with the new title and everything. But uh, the game just looks cool and I, I can't wait to play it. Yeah, awesome. Well, that's it, folks. 10 very, very cool games. Uh, publishers, yeah. call us. We are obviously interested yes. in these games. Um, <laughs> plus a whole bunch more that are going to be covered by me and Ruel and Shay on the channel over the next few weeks. So uh, 2022 is starting out with a bang. And you know what? Yeah. It can start off with a bang with you too if you caught one of us saying the secret word, Cage. Did you hear it, folks? If so, send that... E what game was it? Send the name of that game as a subject to contest at rotto.com and you can win a copy of really one of my most... of everything we just talked about. I, I'm so over the moon excited about Origins New World because of that new co-op mode. While it still wow. holds on to all its teeth if that's what you want. So yeah. uh, that's it, folks. Uh, Ruel, you got any closing words before we say goodbye to the folks? No, just, uh, I'm just, you know, as we did this episode, you know, talking about all the games, I'm like, I am really excited. I think, again, it's just coming off the holiday, you know, we're refreshed and now we've got all these great new games to look forward to. I'm pumped. It's going to be a great 2022, my friend. Okay, yeah, I think so too. And that's it, folks. Thanks for watching. We'll see you again in another month with another list of very, very cool upcoming crowdfunding games. And I want to say thanks, everybody, for watching. Have a nice day. Talk to you later. So long. Uh, bye bye when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Three, two, one.
Hello. Show's hey. over. Hooray. Good show. Okay. Yeah. That went well. I, I was I was laughing so hard inside when you're talking about the oh, I bet, <laughs> dinosaur I <bet>. game. <laughs> Um, you know, I, you know, uh, the, the, the friend who, uh, compiles our list, his name is Andy. You know, Andy was cackling evilly. Yeah. When he said, Especially and, and he, when I'm, I'm sure... sure he was hoping, oh, please let them put them right next to each other on the list. Yeah. Cause that's exactly. totally random that, you know, they came in in the same spot. That was uh, so cool. So funny. <laughs> yeah. Good show. Good show. So friends, uh, we've got about 20 minutes. We're going to hang out here. Yes. Uh, if you have some Q&A, start busting out those Qs and we'll come out with some A's. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you want to hit Q&A? Yeah. I mean, we can do like, the do other we, stuff. Uh, that's unless coming. we have some channel point stuff we have to take care of. Well, let's see. Let me look again. What do we got for the channel points? Oh, well, first of all, let me uh, update the banner to say we are in the post show. The post show. Um, all right. So what have I got? Oh, where's that? Let's go. Okay. So we have, we could do another top three. We could do a Rel Wanks or, okay, well, let's do this because this is so easy. There can be only one. Nazgoth asks, Rel, TV oh, series yeah. or board games? Um, oh, right. So, and I, I want to kind of make it hard answer. for us too. I would say, okay, yeah. we've lived our lives as we have up until now. And starting tomorrow, for the rest of your natural life, you can only play board games or you can only watch TV shows. Or you, or you, 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 one of those two have to be cut out of your life yeah. forever. Uh, I am cutting out TV shows. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, it's, it's not, I, I, I wouldn't even break a sweat. It's uh, I, I would cut out board games. Wow, really? Even though it means my the entire Rotto Empire would collapse your spontaneously, I would lose oh my. my job instantly. Although what I would hope is that you and Shay and, and other folks, folks, uh, coming up in the new year, are very excited. I can't announce anything yet, but we've got, we're talking to some more people about becoming contributors to the channel. Some very, very cool people that I very much love. Uh, but anyway, um, hopefully all of you folks would be able to take over and Rado would be able to continue because I had to turn my back, Peter Parker style, leaving the, the costume in the trash can. Because no, no, I, I can't, so I, I, I love TV too much. I mean, that's saying goodbye wow. to Star Trek. That's saying goodbye to half of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That's saying goodbye to... So, uh, that's saying goodbye to um, uh, um, all the shows that my wife loves that I sit down and I don't really care about, but I watch anyway and I only kind of half pay attention. But I'm just really enjoying them because I'm sharing the experience with her. Yeah. I, I can't say goodbye to all of that. Um, wow. Wow. And if you want to I, say goodbye to all of this... I, I, I never... I, I would have pegged you as a keep the board games type of guy. Really? Um, yeah, for me... Okay, so... Okay, yeah, explain I'm yourself. Board games, yeah, because I want that interactivity of, yes, of you course. know... Engaging with something rather than sitting on the couch watching TV. No denying it. No denying it. Okay. I would say here's it is thing. a superior thing, way though. to pass the time. I agree. Yes, but you still have movies. You can watch movies. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, he was very I know clear. It's not the same. He said TV series. It's not the same. Yeah. yeah. Uh, said yeah. TV. So. Yeah. Do you want to revise your answer? No, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I think I would actually, I would probably start a new YouTube channel where I basically, you know, Rado runs through TV. I would probably, or Rado runs through um, pop culture or something like that. Yes. So I know. Uh, top 10 Christian Slater uh, movies. Top exactly. <laughs> every week. It's another top 10 Christian Slater, um, uh, you know, things. Um, oh, I love it. Yeah, I know. No, yeah, you're right. I, here's the deal. Um, you know, if you had asked me this question 10 years ago, it would have been a no-brainer because I would have said, yeah, movies. Here's the deal. At this point, modern prestige television destroys modern movies as far as I'm concerned. The best of what I can experience I on TV is so much better than movies. And I, yeah. I know that, that's, a, that's a bold statement, I know, but, oh man. I, I mean, agree. Yeah, too much. I, I, there, uh, my gray matter, 
appreciates board games more. My heart and soul appreciates a TV show that moves me to tears, okay. that you know okay. fills my heart with joy um, and optimism. Um, you know, or yeah. just even a TV show about people rescuing dogs will make me bawl <laughs> and cry yeah. and move me in a way that I mean, as much as I love all these, and don't get me wrong, we are evolving as a platform. We are getting better. I have cried over some board games, but I mean, yeah. it's it, you know, it, it's so nascent. I mean, uh, the 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 emotional impact of these, I I, I just can't do it. It was a month. Mon- was it Nazgoth? You're a monster, Nazgoth. Boo, yeah. Nazgoth for abusing. Who earns? I um go so far as to say no, Nazgoth, no. You were wrong wow. to ask that question. I just put a that wrong was... sticker on the ta- on the screen. Um, <laughs> but it was a good one. It was a good one. And it, uh, it, it split the... I'm sure it splits the audience. No, I'm sure most of the audience agrees with you. Um, oh my no, gosh, I'm, you know what? I gotta, I, yeah. I, I gotta do a poll for that. That's so cool. All right. Oh yeah, that's I, I gotta hear. Poll. All right, um, let's see. New poll. All righty. TV or board? Now, board. I do agree with you as far as the golden age of television. We are, we are you know, as far as TV series go, it, it's... I mean, it's been a long run ever since. I would, I would peg it back to uh, when The Sopranos came out. What, fifteen years ago? The Sopranos. That was, was like so the big important. one, right? Yes. I mean, yeah. now that Sopranos. Then, I mean, to be fair, you, you can't. I mean, it, it really. It's as risky as it is. Is Oz from? Uh, you know, that uh, was HBO's yeah. first prestige show, and I think Sopranos yeah. was like their third. So third or fourth. Yeah. yeah. And Oz, you know, gave HBO. I mean, and man, have you gone back to watch Oz now? It's like, oh, I, I have not. No, it doesn't <laughs> but hold up. At the up? time, I thought, oh my gosh, this is so amazing. This is unlike yeah. any TV I've ever seen. But now I look yeah. at it. But, I mean, yeah, but you're right. That led direct to Sopranos. Um, Sopranos leads to Battlestar Galactica. Battlestar Galactica leads to Lost. Battles Actually, those are, so are both good. kind of simultaneous. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, let's see. I bet you anything. Yeah, it's it's a, it's an early lead for board games. I, for board uh, games, yeah. Yeah, and I understand. Just I going understand. back to that real quick. Uh, the, uh, the Sopranos led to my favorite TV show of all time, The Wire. I think The Wire is a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Absolute masterpiece. Yes, exactly. Um, and then that you're, you're leads retired. to like, you know, Breaking Bad. And, a yeah. leads to B, definitely. Um, yeah, yeah. And I mean, and you would play Settlers of Catan. You would want to keep Settlers of Catan in your life and give up The Wire. <laughs> That's what you're saying, man. No. That's, if you're going to put it that way, then I will give up board games. <laughs> I would give up a board game, but I not board games in general. <laughs> yep, yeah. Oh, but you're right. Nice. I mean, The Wire is a really good example of why I can't do it. I you know I yeah, I, I, I can't deny yeah. myself that experience. I mean you know uh, you know both mm-hmm. both just from a pure raw form of entertainment, but more uh, you know watching the wire made me a better person. Quite frankly, yeah yeah, you it's know? it's an absolute masterpiece. And you know I mean looking at and we don't have to recap the whole series, but it is a look at an American city mm-hmm. that still holds up to this day. Uh, issues of uh, race, politics, uh, poverty. I mean, it just it, uh, you know uh, police enforcement. It covers mm-hmm. everything. Um, yeah. Uh, including the working class, and oh, it's just brilliant. Yeah, Absolutely uh, brilliant Amsterdam show. forever changed the way I look at the world. Quite frankly. Yeah. You know? Right. Oh gosh. I'm, I'm literally, I mean, you can't see it, but I literally have goosebumps thinking about that show. I absolutely, I know. I, I literally just got, I just literally got hit by them right now as well. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't so matter. Good. Um, as much as you kind of yeah. help try to make my argument for me, board games comes yeah. out at 78%. It's not even <laughs> close. <laughs> yeah. We know our audience. Yep. 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 That's totally understandable. <laughs> totally understandable. That was a good question though. I mean, yeah, that was great. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Um, okay. So, okay. I think uh, let's go, let's go, let's go to some Q and A, um, folks. Okay. Q and A, folks. Yeah, we've Hit got uh, uh, another. We got fourteen shout out to minutes to live in Dyson, LA. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, we could um, uh, we could really dig into some uh, some weighty topics if you like, uh, or we could just keep it light and have are, fun and talk about more Christian Slater yeah. uh, uh, action films. <laughs> also Christian Slater. Oh yeah. my gosh. Okay. All right. Off the bat, um, Nazgoth. Uh, says, "Hey, do we have any 2022 gaming predictions, Tom Vassell style? Do you know? Do you know what he's talking about? The Tom Vassell prediction show? Yeah, where he makes predictions about the industry. Yeah, exactly. You know, what what, uh, what trends are going to happen? Yeah. You know, what surprises? And and he's literally just making it up, and he's right about 30 yeah. percent of the time, or something like that. Yeah. Um, I'll 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 take the first one if if you have, if you don't Go. have any because um, because I, I, my brain just doesn't work that way. I just don't think about such yeah. things." I honestly I don't either, but I just thought of one right now. Okay. So you know the the trend lately for themes has been cats. I think this year is the year of the mm. dog. I think we're going to see more dog games. I hope we will. Um, we just had the retheme of I think it was a uh, cat lady. Uh, cat lady. Uh, yeah, I, I've already done a. Have I done a run through for it? No, I haven't. I, I did a, what was a it Patreon backers got to see my run through of Dog Lover. And Dog Lover is fantastic. Lover. It made my top ten of last year, even though it was only right. widely available now. And you know, actually, you're right. There was a there was at least one dog project when I was scrolling through that list of 500 on Kickstarter. Yep. I think there was at least yep. one, maybe two. Yeah, and then I know that one of them will be, sh- I think, shipping this year. Dog Walker, which dog was a Walker. big hit on Kickstarter yes, last year. Yes, that yeah, had looked that very, very good. That's true. Yep. Yeah. So that's my well, that's one of my predictions I for like this it. year. What about the that's yeah. a that's a nice soft fuzzy one. That's not well. Right, three companies will go out of business. Um, yeah. Or, you know, or, oh, okay. Here's another one. I think the shipping fiasco. I yes. think it's going to stabilize a little more yeah. towards uh, the end of the year, twenty twenty two. I think hope. Well, hopefully it'll stabilize. Um, but unfortunately, I think it's going to take out. It's still going to take out a bunch of smaller companies that aren't able to yeah. weather this uh, this storm. Yep, yep, yep. So those are those are pretty easy predictions. I, I think those are some some soft predictions. Uh, what about you? Interesting thing. Okay, well, I mean, I, I, it's in my mind just because like, we just talked about Gaijing, or formerly the okay. game formerly known as Gaijing and now known as Outsider. Uh, I think uh, you said it when I mentioned this. The industry is listening. You know, the industry is. Yeah. Uh, you know, and for years. Folks like um, you know uh, uh, Jason Perez and Elizabeth Hargrave were um, you know you know preaching the yeah, look we we don't want to you know ruin anybody's good time we just want to make sure that the industry is open so that everybody can have a good time why make choices um, in our game development that just immediately puts up barriers for some people and they have to say well okay there's nothing here that pulls me in I guess I'll just play because my friends are playing it why can't there be more inclusion why can't there be more that either doesn't keep people out or actually draws people in and you know for I mean th- you know this has been a movement that has been very very slow in coming um, you know and there's yeah. been a few people out in the woods and every time they bring it up they would just get shouted down by stop trying to ruin board games don't bring your SJW nonsense into it but I think we are starting well I think if nothing else publishers are starting to realize you know what those voices are in the minority and um, people who are open to the idea of inclusivity and broader more colorful experiences and representation are in the majority and if nothing else yep. it just probably makes more 
better business sense. Um, but then I yeah. think, putting that aside, I do think, I mean, I am so blown away by Board and Dice specifically. We look at where we were a year ago. Board and Dice had a very, very tough choice to make with the Danielle Tassini incident. And obviously that was a flashpoint for the industry. It was a flashpoint for me. I came down on the wrong side of that originally, and I had to grow and um, you know look inward and, and see, well, well, what do I really stand for? And why am I responding this way? So I could try to grow um, because I don't want to turn anyone away. But if I'm going to turn anybody away, I want to turn people away who are basically closed-minded and are happy to turn other people away. Now, if I'm going to turn anybody away, I'd rather do that and keep my arms open to everybody else. And, you know, Borden Dice, they were at the front line of that because they had Danielle Sassini things. And so they handled that very deftly. And since then, I have noticed in their rule books, um, here's the thing, in their credits and the end of the rule books, they list their cultural consultants. And because why not? It's just par for the course for them. It, it's not like you, they don't have to be have their arm twisted to do it. They're like, oh, this is a chance for us to make our games better if we actually consult with people from the cultures that we are trying to emulate. And that's fantastic. Why wouldn't you do yeah. that? And um, exactly, you know, yeah. So I think I, I, you know, we, we, you know, and 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 Awaken Realms. You know, this is a big deal for Awaken Realms. Hey, we're like, we just make crazy plastic explosion games. What do we care? We're just having fun. But they were able to say, well, you know what? Okay, no, we listened to it. We looked into it. We've talked to experts, and a great, uh, you know, uh, cost, real money cost to us. We are going to make this shift because we think it's the right thing to do, and that makes me very um, enthusiastic and optimistic. So that's one. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> I agree. I, I agree 100%. And, you know, I do appreciate you bringing up the, the thing that happened last year. And you took it as an opportunity to yeah. grow. Whereas I think other people, you know, they sort of get, you know, stuck in their tracks. They don't want to, you know, they're they're going to, you know, double down on stuff. But I think it, it really speaks volumes of uh, to your character as well as far as like, you know, you took a step back listened and uh, you know i know i appreciated it a lot of other people did too and you know the number one thing folks it's about respect you know you're you know we're respecting you know other people who want to play games and uh, we're respecting the cultures that we may be representing in these games and that to me that's what it comes down to that's all i ever wanted was respect you know treat treat the culture that you're uh putting yeah. in the game with respect by talking to people who, from that culture and so forth like you know i don't want to get on a soapbox here um but it, it, it's the right thing to do Mm -hmm. And um, I love seeing that. And I think you're right. I think, you know, it, just like society, change does not happen overnight. Mm -hmm. And this, our industry is headed in the right direction. I wish I could kick it a little faster in that direction. I yes. know we all do. But at the same time, it's just like society. It's going to come with change. Oh, it's going to come with time. Yeah, and yeah. the more voices that speak up, like yourself and everyone in chat and so forth, it's going to get better. And I truly, I, I'm an optimist in that aspect. I think we are going to uh, get there someday. Well, I was just joking about, but yeah, we went right to the heaviest of heavy topics, didn't we? <laughs> with, with all our time. <laughs> I know. Let's get back to Christian Slater. Yeah. Come on. Okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, people come here for the hard rain talk. Really, I think. Um, <laughs> actually, I mean, I, I've noticed there have been so many people. How could you not? I mean, since we brought him up with uh, Pump Up the Jam, and then we don't mention that, and people have. There's been a lot of Christian Slater love in the chat. I've been noticing out of the corner of my eye as we go. Well, let's see here. I'm glad. Um, uh, Hen Shaka used channel points to highlight their question. So let's go on ahead and oh, okay. say. Henshaka uh, watched the most anticipated my end most anticipated games 2022 wondering about Sol uh, Solar Sphere why wasn't it on the list uh, I, it was uh, my number three game of the month back in August did something change my mind about it why wasn't it on the list why wasn't it that's a good question honestly most to answer your question I've got to go to because it's a great game I really like it um, mm -hmm. and, uh, and I like Solar Storm which I ended up playing after I played Solar Sphere uh, let's see why well, I want to go to um, no I want to yeah ranked ranked.rado.com 
Um, oh, no, no, that's not. I don't want. I want wishlist.rado.com. Is it on? Uh, wishlist.rado.com. Sorry, this is not a question. Rel, uh, entertain the audience while I look at my wishlist. Yeah. Um, so I'm just going to catch up here. Um, let's see. Yeah, people, people are green. You know, the times are slow to change and so forth. Um, oh, Forrest of Glass has a funny question. Randomly pick one Kalex cube behind you and try and guess the games behind the showcase game. I'll, we'll, we'll let you all try to do that. Um, let's see. Uh, Tillman Dysonelli says, My niece who's starting to get into modern gaming tweeted that board games is going to be the hottest trend. Should I tell her it's a lifestyle? It is a lifestyle to live in Dysonelli. Yeah. Uh, wish your yeah. niece good luck and uh, uh, welcome to the, uh, the hobby. Uh, question for Ruel Did you play Reckoners? I did not. Um, uh, James asks any 2022 hobby slash gaming goals. Um, I always have a, a gaming goal, uh, oh, yeah. James. Um, I, I never complete it, but I try to uh, play 365 games. That's one game per day. The closest I've come is like 340, I think. And these are different games, not game plays. So I try to play 365 different games every year. I never I never um, do it, but I, I think it's a fun little goal to have. Um, I do have a 10 by 10 that I do every year. I take 10 games, try to play, they play them 10 times each. This year and last year, I did not come close, unfortunately, because of the pandemic. But in previous years, I'm, I'm usually good about that. Um, did you find what you're looking for? I found, I, and I'm sorry, whoever asked, I'm sorry, I forgot. Um, but uh, to err is human, is all I can say. Uh, because, yeah, yes. I looked, and it was not on my wish list at all. It was not, I, I don't know what happened there. I can confirm now that, uh, uh, let's see, that it is. I have put it on my wish list now, and I have resubscribed to it. It was just totally blank. And I, huh. I, I, I guarantee you, I mean, here's the deal. That was a long list of games that I put together for that. I mean, it was uh, it was so much, and I am certain that was not the only game that just somehow slipped between the cracks. And uh, I mean, as it was, I think I talked about what like 80, 90 games in that video. It should have been eighty-one or ninety-one because Solar Shear definitely deserved to be on it. And my apologies to Dranda Game because I, I didn't want to imply that oh now that it's out of the way. No, it's, it's a sharp game. Uh, very, very cool worker placement. Did a lot of really nice or dice worker placement stuff. Yeah, very, very cool game. And so definitely, my apologies. That's all I can say. You, you got me. Okay. You got me good. All right. <laughs> Daryl with one R says, oh, no, now you have to refilm the entire thing. There you go. Yeah, time to start <laughs> over. Let's see. Um, right. Okay, so just kind of scrolling down to the bottom since I'm sure we missed. What historical theme do you feel hasn't yet been put into board games that we'd like to see? Uh, Crazy Joey would love to see Three Musketeers. Well, you're in luck. Three Musketeers hmm. has been done a few times. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Uh, although one of them is uh, wow. called the French word for Three Musketeers. I'm sure, and I'm sure there are folks wow. uh, who will who mention in the chat. I mean, there's Three Musketeers, The Queen something, Three Musketeers. I mean, several of these are really old games, but I know there are some newer ones that have come out in the last few years. I, yeah. Although, I have to admit, I guess they weren't really big games because I don't think I played any of them. So, but anyway, what about you, Ruel? Um, pick history. What 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 is missing? Um, what what? I actually have I have one that I'm really excited about. So the historical theme I'm thinking about is the period in the 1980s, and this oh. is a very personal thing for me. Yeah. Uh, when uh, the Philippines was uh, ruled by uh, Ferdinand Marcos. Okay. And that transition between Marcos and Corazon Aquino, uh, you know, she became the first female president of that country of the Philippines. Again, that's my uh, cultural heritage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But. 
that that is going to become a game. It, I've been oh, waiting for it for like four years. Yeah, it's called People Power. Uh-huh. It's going to be a coin series game. Um, of course, it's, of course. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so you're going to have three factions. You have the the Marcos faction. You're going to have the people. And then I think there's an uh, insurrectionist faction or whatever. So it's asymmetrical. I've been fired about this game for four years, but it's been it's taken a lot longer to develop because the designer, um, I've talked to him a few times. I was trying to do an article on him years ago on, on Geek and oh. Sundry, but uh, he's had some, uh, you know, personal things going on and stuff so i haven't been able to complete the article but that game is slowly but surely being developed uh at gmt i think it's at the point now you know they do the uh, the p500 system where it goes through different uh stages of iteration and right now i think they're looking to get the art ready it's been playtest and everything and hopefully production by the end of this year or starting next year so that's what i'm looking forward to people power that's a good one that's a good one um yeah. i was listening and i was also trying to think of one <sighs> Yeah, my brain just doesn't work like that. I just don't think of things. I, I, I just, yeah. you know, anything new or different. Um, oh, you know, yeah. You know, it already exists. I've wanted to play it for a long time. It's a game that starts with a letter X. Let me see if I can find it because I've still got Board Game Geek open over here. Uh, wow. Like Zing something or other. Oh, what are you doing, Board Game Geek? What? Oh, yeah, yeah, I fine. can't think of oh, let, me, let me get back to this. All right. Uh, Z-I? There can't be many games that start with Z-I. Uh, Z-I-N? Oh, yeah, Zingu. Z-I-N-G-U came out in 2018. Uh, Hmm. It was developed by uh, South American developers, Marcos uh, Macri. And it was a game uh, about the indigenous people of South America living their lives before the uh, conquistadors came. And it's really, it's focusing on their lives and their culture and all that. And that, I've wanted to play that forever. And I want to see more stuff like that. Because, I mean, I mean... I, I, I've had, you know, a turn of the century Russia, and I've had every flavor of every country in Europe. And I feel like I've had actually a lot of, um, you know, Asia as well. Uh, you know, a lot of fantastical Asia and a lot of area of industrialization for Japan and for China. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's very well worn. I feel like I've seen a lot of stuff, but I haven't really seen hardly anything from South America. I haven't seen anything for the vast majority uh, other than like really early, you know, prehistory man stuff for Africa. And, um, yeah. you know, and I would, I would certainly like to see some more, you know, in the same way we dig deep into the, uh, the political and economic machinations of, of aristocrats in Renaissance era France and Italy. I mean, I've done that a million times. Why haven't I done that in these other cultures? I mean, you know, you know, why, why haven't we had more games that celebrate the zenith of these other cultures? So, I mean, something like that would be very, yeah. very cool. But that's just like a very that broad, general observation. Great answer. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Cool. Okay. All righty. And well, Nasdaq point out there is the, a Musketeer uh, game mark. out. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, what? Uh, we're getting close to the two-hour mark. Maybe another question or yeah, two? Yeah, okay. Let's see here. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Oh, yeah. People are Musketeer to Roy. That's actually the one I was thinking of. And I feel like I have played it. Which one? All right. Um, Kabuki wonders, have we ever looked at the Zenobia Award winners? I don't know what that is. Do you? Zenobia Awards. I'm familiar with them. I I, I know the Zenobia Awards. Um, I don't... I am not familiar with the winners, unfortunately. Okay. Um, Right. It's a design award. Well, then that was not a good question to ask, because our answer is no. But that means we can get to another question. All righty. Let's see. What... Is the uh, oldest board game in each of our collections? Ooh, I used oh. to know. I used to know, but it's not here anymore. And well, I, okay, I was putting aside your copy of Scrabble and your copy of you know yeah. a bingo or you know whatever you know like modern yeah, yeah. game. I, 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 technically, the oldest, if you're talking like when the game was invented, 
I have a, a backgammon set. I, I was just saying, That's putting what... aside backgammon and chess. Of course, oh, okay. it's going to be chess or checkers <laughs> or backgammon or something like that. What we would consider okay. to be modern designer games. Modern design. I mean, wow. for the longest time, mine, it got printed by, reprinted by Stronghold. It was um, uh, Confusion. Uh, which is a, is a very old um, Stratego style game where you know, I've, I've got all of my pieces. I can see you know one side, you can see the other. You know, very Stratego like. But the problem is, uh-huh. what I can see is I've got all my pieces. I don't know what any of them can do. When you sit down, you can see what all my pieces are. I have no idea. I'm in a total state of confusion. And so what I have to do is I have to say, well, okay, I'm going to take this piece and I'm going to move it diagonally forward one space to the right. And then you have to tell me, oh, that's illegal. That piece can't do that. And then I have to note that down. And over time, I slowly learn what all my pieces are capable of. And the interesting thing is, I think two times in the game, maybe one time in the game, when you tell me if that was a legal move or not, if it wasn't, I put it back and I'm like, okay, well, I'll do another thing. Um, You can lie. And you can tell me, oh yeah, you can totally do that. Ah. It's like, ah! And so, I mean, there's a lot going on in that game. It's brilliant. Jen loved it to pieces. And then it's doing Stratego-y type stuff, moving around, capturing pieces, trying to, I think, get like a, a thing to a certain spot. Uh, very, very okay. clever game. Uh, that was my oldest, because originally it was published in the uh, in the early 80s, and it got a very nice deluxe revamp from uh, Stronghold. Got it. But okay. more well, recently... Yeah, the only th- I mean, just just because I was talking about this the other day, uh, Samurai by Reiner Knizia. I got Ooh, the original go. version. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's I think that's like a late '90s game. But besides that, I, that's that's the one that comes off the top of my head. All right, yeah. So okay, you, I'm gonna go to so advanced. You're not gonna let me have backgammon for board game. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, okay, yeah. You, you can you can have backgammon if you want. That's fine. <laughs> Although honestly, what is the oldest thing I have? If we actually in, include those, I mean, I've got a deck of cards. So pick. Twist. Now, does that predate such. backgammon? I feel like backgammon's probably. Unless I you have think, a copy ba- I think of backgammon is ancient, isn't it? I, I believe yeah. it is. You know, it, it's like That's Moncala like... era type stuff. Yes, it, it predates yes. the existence of cardstock. Um, right. You know, right. Shall we say? Exactly. Let's see. Yeah. Where is Advanced Search on Board Game Geek? Why can I not find it all of a sudden? All right. I, I, I'm actually curious now. I know what it used to be. I'm just going to do a search for games that I own that came out um, between 1970. And uh, 2010, because it'll be because obviously mm-hmm. starting 2010, 29. I got a ton of games. So uh, actually, I'll oh, go Goblin ahead. brings up. Doesn't Ruel have an old Sid Saxon game from the 60s? You know what? Yes, you do. Didn't yeah. you talk about that? I talked about. Oh, you know, I don't have a copy. Uh, that game Bazaar. That's like yes. Oh, that's right. You wanted to get it because it was on I sale. Would, yeah. It's long it was since on sale. sold out. But yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you told yeah, me sold I out. should have a copy of it too. Okay. Well, yeah, in that case, out of that. I've got a copy of Racco. Um, which is actually my mom's <laughs> copy when she moved in, and you know we got all her stuff. Okay. We got her old, literally first edition printing from the fifties of Racco. But the oldest nice. game I own now, it's a tie. Um, Reiner Knizia, nineteen ninety nine, Lost Cities and Raw. Oh, uh, okay. That's as old as I cool. go at this point. Yeah. All right. Well. Cool. That was a blast in the past, and we have done it. We have hit the two hour mark, and we haven't even had one battle royale. Let's go out with a bang. Battle yeah. Royale. Good luck, everybody. Somebody, Battle Royale. Some, who's uh, going to be... Some customization points. Who's going to remain. Exactly. And, um, yeah. So what else is going on? Um, like I said, we, I think we already mentioned we're going to do in the RVR for Savannah Park. Yep. And is that next week or the week after? Uh, the week after. That's the week uh, after. January yeah, so that week 19th. You'll have two days of us. You know, uh, on yep. Tuesday, you'll have us uh, getting along, talking about things. And on Wednesday, you'll have us trying to destroy each other. 
Yeah. And then Thursday, right after that, I'll be playing uh, the uh, skate park game, uh, Skate Summer from uh, Panasaurus. All right. So that's three days in a row of live streaming action. That's very, very cool. Okay. Um, Yeah. Let's see. Oh, I love the the uh, giant sized people are, are walking around. I, I imagine they don't have any extra bonuses that they uh, that they don't have. I was gonna say they should win, but like that. Yeah. Well, if they do, we'll Not know the game is rigged. But um, yeah. I mean, on Not the other hand, they're gigantic targets. You see, yep, they, they, they were the first out. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I'll never forget the first time you did this when you won. It was like what? Oh, I know. <laughs> and I think the uh, the crown holder is still Kabuki Kid has won twice. Kabuki Kid. And, yes. But it hasn't happened since, so that's that's very good. There were there okay. there. Who's left? Yeah, there, we there were uh, accusations of there being a fix, but um, okay. Over oh, <laughs> down is coming down. Uh, Little Busters, Corathine, and oh. um, <laughs> hashtag rigged. Everyone's hashtag rigged. Right. Oh, oh, Little Buster, and Little Buster's going for the health pack. I think Little Buster. Oh, there you go. Got it. Oh, but oh, but no, that just barely healed Little Buster back up. It's equal now. Little Buster was on oh. the outs. Grab the health pack coming in with the Zelda key. Go. Key versus turkey leg. What's it going to be? And, yep, always choose Legend of Zelda key, key over a turkey leg in a fight. Congratulations, <laughs> Little Buster. And Little Buster was uh, the next Buster. to last. So she had something to prove. Um, very yeah. well done. Key. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, it's not a, It's not Legend of Zelda. It's the Keyblade from uh, Kingdom Hearts, right? Yes, oh, that's okay, what it was. Yeah. And yes, good point, Blue Sapphire. Keyblade, total overpowered. Somebody should have brought a, a purple lightsaber, I think, and that probably would have evened the odds a little bit. Okay, we are right. Dunsville. Another one is in the books. Thanks, everybody, for showing up. I had a good time, um, and I'm, I'm so glad you're 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 definitely on the Mandrewell. That is fantastic. Who? Thank you. Thank you. Who? Yes, always a good time here. So much fun. Oh, we got to get ready to raid yeah. somebody. I see Board Game um, Geek. So, I mean, I, okay. I, I love Board Game Geek, but is there somebody you would like to uh, raid Mo? Uh, uh, I just saw Amanda Panda. She's playing a new game that's okay. on Kickstarter right now. All right. Oh, she is? And, okay. Oh, yeah. she's playing um, Boba Mahjong. Yeah. Uh, Boba Mahjong. Okay. Well, you know is, what? Um, yeah. Let's let's give Amanda Panda some love. Uh, yeah. Sorry, Aldi. You know how I love you, man. But we you're, love you're the Aldi. big dog. You, you already have all the viewers. Yeah. So everybody, go yeah. say hey to Amanda Panda. In case you don't know, if you follow through this raid, you will get more channel points, which means you can unlock more cool stuff for have Royal and us do in the future. So let me start the raid. Um, tell them the R&R show sent you. And I uh, hope you have a very, very good day. And I hope I hope it's just all uphill. You know, yes. some MFs always want to ice skate uphill, and I hope this is the year we all pull it off. Right? Let's rain. Agreed. Yes. Let's make it a good year, folks. Okay. I couldn't quite quote that appropriately because this is still a... <laughs> I mean, actually, I guess I could have because it wasn't the actual real show, but uh, we'll just... <laughs> good enough. Yeah, yeah, good enough. <laughs> okay. So let's yep, okay, see. it looks like it's going... We have and, um, yep. Yeah, so we are good to go. And um, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, and she has an explosion of pandas. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I literally can't there's see them the twi- amongst all the pandas. And there's a few <laughs> little rados flying amongst there. But oh, yeah, yeah, she has that there. thing. Remember, we um, first time you took out of your week off. There's like the crazy fireworks explosions that I couldn't turn off. Oh yeah, yeah. She has that turned on, and it filled her entire screen instead of just a little half like I did. So um, <laughs> yeah. Oh my, and it's still going. Okay. Well, cool. Oh my gosh. All right. Um, that is good seeing you again, man. We will uh, see you good next week. You. Uh, let me know when you yep. get that uh, Savannah Park. Awesome. I'm very excited about giving. We'll do. Go. All right. Talk to yeah, you. Yeah. Can't wait. Bye. All right. Thank you. Bye. End stream.